roughly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn, and I got live in the studios. Studio. I got two studios now. Live <laughs> in the studio, I got Cole and Jaron from New Millennium. Yeah, thanks. thanks welcome, for us. welcome back. We appreciate it as always. You guys are like now becoming coming uh, continual guests, which is good. Yeah, because then you know we can talk about the same shit over and over again. No, we don't. <laughs> we can actually change it up a little bit. Absolutely. Um, and also, Sam's hiding in the corner there. So if anybody. Here, if we have any technical problems, we're just going to reverse blame it all on him because he's the most talented guy in the room right now. So <laughs> that's, how it, that's how it goes. Um, and who knows if we get the Skype back up and running, we may have some call-ins. And uh, who then, then you really don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Uh, we had a great week last week. Um, we was, the breeders' mega bash went down. I think we had like what eight eight different breeders on that show. It was pretty good. Nice. Four in the studio, four on the phone. People were starting to reach over the table. Things were getting a little bit heated, which is exactly <laughs> what we want in a, in a in a breeder show. Of course, you know, sure, cannot have anybody agree on anything. But uh, it was uh, apparent to me at that show that we definitely need to like now create the. We definitely need the Mister Soul. Colin Gordon ethos genetic show that's gonna happen for sure oh yeah because they didn't agree on anything which is exactly what I need I was like yes <laughs> that's what I'm looking for that's what I, the worst is when everyone's like yeah what did, whatever he said and like, that is not a show yeah know? it makes for lame radio just exactly. different mindsets huh? they were not on the same page not on the same page. well the whole thing is what was interesting to me and what and probably anybody out there who listens to the, oops, who listens to the show or who follows these guys is that Mr. Soul did a whole show dedicated on non-feminized and why he doesn't do feminized and then lo and behold we're you know less than a year later we're here talking and he's just uh, preaching it so so it was and then you got colin who's already you know doesn't need to be told about feminizing and then boom 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 and then it was just like well this is interesting this is interesting and then of course jj we had jj in the studio and him and i are from the old school camp of just like just leave that to the kids let them play you know let those guys do that because for us, it's more just kind of continuing what we're doing, keeping our lines straight and not getting all confused and trying to do whatever is the hot new thing right. at the moment because unless that's what you really want. Sure. Like if, if that's your passion, then that's your passion. So anyway, that show is pretty good. You guys can go back and listen to that one if you're interested in breeding in any, in any capacity. Well, and speaking of breeding, Adam, have you been doing anything new, fun, and weird lately? I have, actually. What, do you, I, what did you set this all up? Well, no, no. I, the, I, did, did, James Bean call you, did James Bean call <laughs> you and say, he never talks about his own stuff? <laughs> yes. No, he didn't. And I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, what, what we brought along as well. But I did hear that you've been getting into it again and been doing some more stuff. Yes? Uh, sorry, I got a little uh, mic adjust there. Thank you. Right. Yeah, you go. Um, so yeah, what, uh, why don't you fill us in? I'm, I'm, I'm honestly curious. Okay. Um, well, last year I started a project and, uh, we're planning on doing a sort of 
launch in December of this year, so it's kind of a, uh, you know, takes time always. Absolutely. But uh, what I decided to do, because one of the things of being a, a guy known connected to a company, it's like you become mm-hmm. that company. You know, I'm sure everybody who's involved knows what that is. And so it's like when you, and with breeding, it's even more apparent because you're kind of like, you're on your little island, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and that's the way it used to be back in the day. It was like, oh, hey, I'm on my island. You're on your island. We might do something, but it would be very rare that we would, like, totally collab on Giant Giant Things. But now everybody's just like... Everybody's collabing. Collabing, collabing, collabing. And, you know, and I also felt a little left out, too. I was like, hey, I, I want to collab, too. <laughs> no, but it was... Um, it's also just finding a breeder that you kind of, like, jive with or something. And so had Bodie on the show, and... He had given me some seeds and a couple of his other crew. And when I was on the East Coast, he has got his guys everywhere. Oh, everywhere. They, they had given me some seeds. And I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop some, some of those Bodhi things. And I, so I popped a bunch of different things from him. And I got some keepers and I got some males out of it that were just phenomenal. So I was just like, hmm, okay, this could be something interesting. So I gave him a call. We talked. And one of the things, you know, I just thought, okay, I'm going to, since this is what I preach, I better do what I preach, right? Sure. So I called him up. Asked him if it was cool. He was more than, you know, he's actually the only breeder you probably don't have to really ask because he's so mellow and cool about it. He's just like, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I, the main idea is not to F2 stuff. Right. Like, oh, wow, I really like his snow lotus. Boom, F2 snow lotus. Hey, I'm here. You know, that's not, that's not. <laughs> not what, the goal of the project. Yeah, that's not what people are looking for. But when it came to, uh, you know, just using something and progressing it forward. So anyway, I had this thing. It was a um, jasmine cat piss from him, which was a. Uh, super silver uh, hash plant, super silver times the 86 hash plant. Nice. Or 88 hash plant, sorry. And uh, some keepers out of that. And also I had, but had snow lotus in it too. And then the thing that was funny was we were growing blockhead at the same time from Breeder Steve. And it's a kind of a, a weird plant, very distinguishable. Sure. It grows very curly, weird leaves and not very dense and big, but not, you know, it looks big. But right. visually, but it's not going to be your your heavy weight plant. But it has very distinctive smells and looks. And the, actually, it was a kid who was working with, uh, with me, and he he's just it was when he was trimming. Is it was like he's like I don't know, man. This jasmine <laughs> that jasmine cabinet has to be related to the blockhead. So we didn't even know it had snow lotus in it until we went back talked to Bodie, and then it made sense. It was like ah, okay, that's there it that's, is. That's got blockhead in the original cross. And so anyway, we picked a male out of that, and. Uh, the thing that was interesting about this thing is it's just consistent, you know, consistent. Everything that we hit it with got shorter, thicker, hmm. and vigorous as hell, you know. So it was like, okay, perfect. Well, it's kind of what I, kind of what I want because there's so many people who are like hurting themselves by putting out like OG based stuff that's just not vigorous, you know. What I mean? and, and that's kind of what you're wanting. Well, that's the whole point of seeds is to get vigor. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. Trying to Why are you going back to seeds if you're out like for vigor? Right. So, so the, you know, so anyway, these um, jasmine cap. We have about nine. We have about twelve crosses total that we do. We're going to pick out nine. Um, and the idea, though, is to not sell um, individual packs of these things because I don't want to kind of. It's just like a one-off. Sure. So it's really like a classic collab one-off. I don't want to become this whole new. I don't want this whole line to like become this whole new thing. Right. Thing is, it produced a shitload of seeds anyway so <laughs> everything that i have i have a good backup so but what i'm gonna do is release um a hundred packs of like breeders packs and you gotta buy the whole thing 
Wow. So they won't be cheap, but there won't be many of them. And right. then the idea That's also. Cool, though, yeah. That is super cool. Well, the thing is that I talked to Bodhi about it. And he's, you know, I told him, I said, look, I, I want to give you 25%. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's like, no, no. And I'm like, okay, even better. I want you to tell me a fucking charity to give it to. So Perfect. that way we got this whole like thing going with the sure. collab with a charity base, yep. limited run, but you got to buy the whole thing, you know? That's and awesome. so, and so it's, um, it's a different idea. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure people will be like, well, I just want to buy that. It's like, okay, well, well then sorry. it's not for you, but it's I'm going to okay. give but I'm going to give away, um, a lot of these anyway. Mm-hmm. So that the people who can't buy the big packs will get them. But the funny, the way I'm going to do it though is it's going to be all anonymous. I'm not going to let people know what anything is. So when you, <laughs> when you get it, you're going to get them it all. Just is what it is. Well, you're going to get out there. You're going to get A, B, C, D. I'm going to do it that way. That way, when people are giving me information, it's not it's not like oh, dude, let me. You know, it's like because the thing is, you say something and people tell you it back to you, and it's like weird. So you're like. It has, shouldn't have those tones at all. Like, oh, it's so, right. you know, like even with Bubblegum, that was a good example. Everybody would come, oh, dude, I got this one. It tastes, smells just like Bazooka Joe. And I'd be like, it's not even why it was called that. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> like, it doesn't have anything to do with that. So you're just kind of putting it in people's heads. So I figured sure. the idea is I'm just going to give away a shitload um, and sell those hundred. But the hundred are also the cool part about, it, I think, which was my kind of reasoning to do it in the first place is I wanted to personalize each of these things so it's like uh, you buy all these seeds there's going to be uh, nine varieties uh, with 33 seeds in a pack so it's like a breeder's thing you can go oh, back wow, yeah. you can go back to the well and sure. you know you don't have to do them all at once and then realize you don't have them um, right right no that's no, okay, and so then kind of open like 300 seeds yeah like 275 seeds or yeah. something like that total and then the idea or test 272 or something but whatever and then the, and then I'm going to also give uh a little bit of pollen with that with the original male so you get because that that i just used i used some stuff that was about a year old and i got you know pretty much as close to like maybe 80 90 percent success rate let's say wow um so i know it's viable sure and i got some fresh ones so while i give these first ones out you know we'll put a do you know use date you know use by sure, one use year by. here's one year and it should last longer but the idea that you know then the guy who ever buys this pack gets a little bit of pollen from the original male so that he doesn't have to imagine what the male was like he can make a few thousand seeds you know sure. I mean? and then be like oh, okay cool there you go. so it's just kind of like an open-ended project that's, that's awesome, awesome. Yeah, and then really cool, uh, and then i told bodie that we got to personalize everything you know so when you get your box there'll be some gifts from bodie and right, some right. photos right, and some, right. so it's kind of like the idea is that when you buy this thing you get one of a hundred you got the there's you know that many other people out there that can do the same project sure. let's say but it's up to you you can do whatever the hell you want with it right 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 it's a really good idea and i imagine uh, obviously i'm no breeder but i imagine like we were saying earlier with collabing and finding the right people there's so many different methods and ideologies and, right. and directions on it finding the right partner and finding one that you actually get along with and are and on the same page with is pretty tough i bet yeah and and just knowing that like the thing i like about Bodhi in general is that he he's a world traveler you know and he's gone to these places He's used other people's stuff too, and he's used elites and things like that. But what he did was kind of funny, just because of his his way of doing it is take some crazy land race that nobody's got, slap it against something that people do know, right? Um, maybe take it to one generation further, and then he kind of stopped, you know. And then that's like he kind of already does it. Like he gives you this sort of open ended project too, because he's not 
like trying to take it to F5 or like stabilize each line because he's got a shitload of things. Mm-hmm. But he's got a good eye. And that's all that really, you know, it's like almost like you send your friend into the jungle. Go to the jungle, get me some good weed. You know, you got to <laughs> trust that person's opinion because that's, that's what it's all based on. It's based on their, their uh, interpretation. And so anyway, that was my, I, and, and the project is called Everybody Loves Bodhi <laughs> because everybody loves Everybody Bodhi. loves Bodhi. Everybody loves Bodhi. So that's going to be released um, officially at the um, Emerald Cup. But of course, seeds. Another here nice now. segue. Of course, nice. <laughs> of course, seeds here now will have the, the, uh, well, pretty much all of them. Right. <laughs> but they'll have the right. uh, the first ones available, and then we'll put <clears throat> we'll put some on auction. And they'll be numbered too, of course. Which then, you know, that gets right. Right. Okay, I want sixty nine. I want this. I want sixty six. <laughs> I want that. That's my number. This is my. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy it, shit. It, it gets nuts usually, but uh, I think it's the I think the idea though is just to kind of bring bring it together. And I always like the idea of kind of arts and crafts and cannabis. I always think that goes well together. Sure. You know? So give me a project where I'm like, yeah, and I get to make the pack. So I'm going to design a very cool thing. And then the idea is that every breeder has his own style. Right. You know, I talked to JJ about it, um, not recently, but before. And uh, with him, it's pretty obvious, you know, tackle box. Right. Full of fucking seeds and some extra cool gear that matches the tackle box, you know, whatever, like things like that. Just like <laughs> right. kind of like, you know, vibe it out. Totally. And, uh, every breeder kind of gets a, every, you know, everybody gets a kind of different style. So yeah, Bodie's is going to be first. And then the idea at the same time, it's kind of reverse. Of course, I'm going to put the Bodie project out before, well, I, but at the same time launch the one in uh, December, but I'm also doing a Sage line where I'm, uh, we, we got a, Mail recently, which is that's like matches up with this kind of obscure sage that my friend from the East Coast picked up, and it was like it's just like this weird green onion pheno kind of pops <laughs> up, green <every>. onion pheno. <laughs> and it's just like what? And every you know, it, <laughs> it has that linger. It has all the bringing back the sage, man. For yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So so we're gonna kind of do so. Th- so the line is called Sage Master Select. That's uh, right on, right on. And then that's what the, the everybody loves Bodie is the first gen. But the actual Sage Master Select line will be available in December. And there, and there, I'm also playing with a lot of different things right now. So, and we're doing some back crosses. Still got to test them out. You know, we're right, on, right, so right. That's, oh, yeah, all, all that stuff. We're in that phase right now. Excellent. Now, are you still planning on uh, uh, broadcasting a couple of days of the Emerald Cup and doing that whole deal, or? What's uh what's your plan for for the Emerald? Well, the Emerald Cup this year, I mean, since unfortunately got can would have been next would have been what next week. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of glad because we were swamped. You know, I was like, right, man, how are we going to pull this off? You know, and, and also the heat and yeah, just the so combination hot. of it because it's one of the best things about December Emerald Cup. You know, the vibe is like. You can, you know, I, I, can, I love it because I can sell a shitload of jackets. Yeah, hoodlums. Uh, hoodlums. All over the place. Everybody's wearing a hood. Everybody's wearing a hoodlum because I think they're cold, you know. Coming out of here, you're like, this is fucking nice. This is awesome. Yeah, so uh, for me, the December thing formula worked really well. And Seeds Here Now has got a big presence there. So that in combination, we're going to do um, Adzi there. So you're like, mm-hmm. this is a reverse show. He's, he's now asking me all the questions. <laughs> I'm exposing all these things that I never talk about because I've always got people on who are just like, I've like, oh, they're more important. But now. Okay, well, I guess you're more important. <laughs> so here we are. I should have brought you on the show earlier. But no, we are, uh, we are planning on uh, doing Adzi there and giving everybody their, you know, warning, obviously, which is now, I guess, 
being official, but there we go. In general, anybody who was already a winner or even a pretty much uh, contacted from the last ads you can expect an email that's if mitch gets us you know gets back on on, on track with this <laughs> but uh in general yeah we're going to be also uh giving the giving the guys from the emerald cup uh, their own sort of number of pe- uh, applicants coming because I mean, they have you know what 900 entries or something ridiculous so right to get the top 20 out of that is already huge plus we've already got you know, we already got pretty much everybody who's inside of uh, Caesar Nell's corral there. They're going to be pretty, you know, probably half of them are going to be entering too. So right. the idea is to showcase what we got, bring in people that we, you know, outsiders that we don't even know of, a um, couple of, you know, hopefully a couple of surprises usually. Sure. One. And you guys uh, planning anything uh, road tripping for, for, for your company? Or yeah, what? no, we'll actually be out uh, in the Indo Expo here in a uh, couple of weeks. I guess that's the first weekend, like the 5th and 6th of August. We'll be out in Portland uh, two days for the Indo Expo. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we'll be out there for that also. Yep, that'll be good. Right we're, we're definitely excited for that. Portland's becoming a, you know, a bigger and better territory for us. It's a, it's a great uh, great town. It's a, it's a great community. Um, Oregon's a great state, so definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, you want to be successful. In, or, you know, Oregon's like uh, – it's, to me, California is sliding northward, uh, and you know it's like kind of slowly sliding northward. Where right, right. it's like the growing is becoming more. Oh, Southern Oregon's in New Northern California. Yeah, and it's and it's like climate-wise, and and just in general because of the fact that there's just too many too many people in Cali trying yep. to do just do the same thing, and they're all getting zoned out and has you know wasting money and time. And, Right, right. It's a, um, it's definitely a tough territory. I mean, Oregon does Oregon. You know what I mean? They're not, uh, they're not looking for a bunch of outside, outside stuff right now. You how's your, I mean? how's it passing all of their, because um, I know they're a little stricter. On great it. example. Yeah. Great example yeah. of the, I mean, of the I know hurdles. That they, you know? I know that they're more strict with pesticides. Obviously, that must transfer to nutrients too, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah, across the board. No, they're definitely, I mean, we're fully registered out there. Um, we've got what? different commercial users using it. But, but yes, product registration is much harder out there than other places. And they have sure. a couple of big players out there too, obviously, that are I'm sure not really interested in hearing about other nutrients coming uh, out. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Really? Do we need that? I don't think we need that. I think yeah. we're good. Exactly. Or Oregon does some of the big boys. Definitely. You guys get any big gardens up there already? Or we are definitely working in uh, in in several uh, commercial gardens at this point. So uh, little by little, you know, we got some uh, some outdoor rec gardens that are going to be coming online in the fall, um, and uh, and uh, some definitely some indoor stuff. So we're working slow but sure. Uh, David in a Goliath world, you know, takes time. Yeah. And uh, speaking of gardens, I was in a garden the other day, and I was looking. You know, at their dosatrons and their, you know, and looking at the kind of, and it, I wouldn't really say cookie cutter, but close to it. You know what I mean? It was pe- it was uh, poet lamps with the glass, which I wasn't really impressed with. I was like, <laughs> right, like really? Right. That's that's kind of still doing glass, huh? Yeah, you know those. You know, you know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about. Yeah. There, they're like kind of like, what is that? What's going on with? But you know, just safety, whatever. Um, but you know, everything was spaced properly, rolling tables, the whole nine yards. But it was like. After everything was said and done, and they had you know goat in there and strains that I was very familiar with, and you know and that had literally had buds on it like that big, which it does, you know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's that kind of a plant; it can it can pull it off. Right. So right. they had some impressive growth, and they had some pretty decent looking. They they hand trimmed everything, you know, and everything was kind of like taken care of the whole way. But you know, at the end of the day, it was like it, the flavor wasn't there, and it was kind of like hmm. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the food, of course, and, and I'm looking at, 
you know, and I'm not here to throw anybody under the bus because that's not what we do, but right. I personally never really jived with Cutting Edge as far as the, the feel of it, you know what I mean? I like the company. They were really cool. They sent me stuff, and we were... John's you know, a good guy. I tried, yep. I tried everything, and I was just kind of like, oh, there's something strange, you know what I mean? And it was like... But these guys seem to have dialed it in. It looked great, but, you know, at the end of the day... To me, it's always a flavor that's really the kind of key to the whole thing. And of course, man. If it doesn't taste good, it's, and, it's not good. <laughs> so tell me how come – because, I, I mean, I, I, do, I do use new, new Millennium, so I know that it's not, it's not because it's organic. Because it's not, nope, it is not organic. Right? So how is, it, how is it pulling out flavors that – whereas these other ones are sort of like killing them or something like that? You know, our, uh, our answer to that would for sure be, number one, the uh, – the high chelation technology that, that the chemist uses. He does stuff and, and knows how to source things that others do not. Um, and again, through uh, stuff like the fulvic acids and just making things very available and, and just as different technologies and ideologies and the way he understands plants is, is different than most different companies uh, go, I think. Mm-hmm. He's very applied in his methods. That's one thing that I'd say, too. A lot of guys out there want to kind of work it out on paper, if you will. He's always been the kind of guy that will have an idea and will just do it and see what the hell happens. Do you think it's the fulvic center doing it? Because I mean, just I, I think I, I'll tell you what that Ruby, as you have said before, you called the silver bullet last yeah. time we were on. Yeah. Um, is it a great product? <laughs> Absolutely. Should everybody be using it regardless of what they're doing because it'll condition the rhizosphere and help uptake anything they're doing more efficiently and effectively? Yes. Um, do I think it's one of the secrets of the line? I do think it's one of them. Right. Well, I think it is too. And 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 I also think. You know, the weird – now, tell me if this is true or not. Somebody was telling me this, and I was like, I don't know. They, they claim that a gallon of that – a gallon of the ruby is weighs less than a gallon of water. Is that true? I have, I've heard that myself. I have not done the true test. So <laughs> I, 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 I can't say yes or no, but I have also heard that, yeah. You heard that. Okay, so he's yeah. not totally out of his mind. No, not totally out of his mind. I it might be like one microgram or something. You have to have a really good scale. Right, right. Have to have it's not going to be like, gr- like grams it, off. Or but like you're saying, if it's at all lighter, I mean, that's, that's yeah, crazy, that's man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So, I mean, and that would, I mean, sort of explain where it sits on the chain of things because it's so light and. Sure. Kind of uh, very mobile, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, obviously, we get stuck on that every time. Every time we, you guys are on, I'm like, all right, back to <laughs> back Here we are. Back <laughs> to the phone. Yeah. So before we get out of that subject, how is <laughs> so? How is the uh, how close are we to seeing the the uh, whatever it is now? What is it called again? The four? Car- Carbon Carbonaria. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, actually, quite close. Go ahead, Cole. Yeah, tell us. We're we're hoping the next you know four to six months for sure. And, this, um, and explain the product. Uh, it is a a carb product as kind of the base of it. It's definitely going to be just like the ruby, a very very diverse source of carbs and uh, and ingredients that that all work synergistically to make the you know make the product what it is. He's been developing it for years and years, and uh, you know all of us have kind of beta tested it a little here and there. And it's it's a phenomenal product. I mean, there's. Uh, I think he, he allowed uh, five sugars to be listed uh, on the label. I've never heard of any of the five. Uh, and that's five of, if I remember right, 27, I think, yeah, are to- total in there. something crazy in there. I mean, it's one of those products, too, when you pour it out, you go, there is way more than is listed in there. Like, there's all kinds of goodness going on in there. Right. Yeah, no, it definitely seems uh, like a f- amino-rich or um, it's from what I heard. From what I, it's a lot of aminos in there, too, right? 
I think it's a very complex product as far as the, the carbohydrate uh, market goes, for sure. I mean, everyone that, that loves the carbo load and other products, um, which, which are good products, um, this, this should be a whole step above that, again, with, uh, as you're saying, a whole different level of ingredients, not just the carbs. So. But definitely lots of available building blocks, which, of course, aminos are uh, building blocks or proteins. So, yeah, lots of different stuff. Yeah. Well, for me, like, when whenever I'm like I love the sea green, you know, it's one of those products that I'm always like for sure. Like yep, good product. Just you know, it's, you use a tiny bit, and it's like it's like a Brady Bunch episode where the washing machine kind of just like ah, how much soap you put in here, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's like all of a sudden it's like it's foaming over the top of your stuff, and you're like that works. You know what I mean? But I mean, I don't know if it's real or not. I don't know if that means anything more than my mindset is it what's <laughs> working. But for some reason, I feel like that action speaks a little more um of a sort of biodynamic kind of almost organic sure and just biologically active oh, here's, a, here's active. okay back to full of again i got these create i got these <laughs> old i got i already asked bill about it so i already know what's up but um or the guys who work for me actually asked because they were all nervous because it was like another creature was kind of growing inside of there oh yeah just like, that you know, snotty looking stuff yeah it was yeah get, it was getting kind of he means you got a good batch that's uh, what he said that's like that's like that's what i figured you guys have all been trained really well <laughs> no it is i mean it is so biologically active yeah shit shit fucking grows lots of stuff's going on there and and truth be told we also use the product uh, religiously so it's, yes. we we have seen the same the same things yep, ourselves i open bottles uh, regularly yeah, yeah. yeah i mean every people day people freak out well i think I mean, now here's a question though what, what so going back to my walk through in this spot which like i said was super super on point everything was really nice just unfortunately that the flavors weren't really there because in my opinion uh you know the choice of food was a little bit weak and the thing is you know his i even asked him about it before i smoked it just because i hadn't even seen the product finished yet i was just looking at the setup and kind of mm-hmm. anticipating and being like Ooh, I don't know, what, how come you're using that and you know obviously the main thing was well because we use these dosatrons right so I'm, sure. look, I'm looking at like thinking about you know recommending new millennium for them and I'm like snotty fucking vulvic thing and their <laughs> system doesn't work and no 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 I, I'll tell you what, I mean I have a guy that runs it through blue mats uh-huh. Uh, straight up. I mean, the full line through Blue Mat. So, um, shit, we could talk to Chris down at Dozatron and get a set of If somebody wants to set it up for yeah. New Millennium, we'll set it up for New Millennium. No problem. For sure. Yeah, and, and, you, and you don't think any of the products are just not consistent or conducive? No, because they're, they're, they're silica. The, the stuff even in the bases, that stuff that's floating in there, it's a silica. It's a precipitate, right? So yeah. it, it holds in solution. It doesn't fall out of solution. Right. Try and grab that. Try and filter it out. It's nothing. It's, it's smaller than talc. Uh-huh. Um, it, it's it's almost not there. You can just see it with the eye. And what about, like, now it's summertime, so what about temperature and stuff on those things? Cause, I mean, anything you should I mean, be trying to keep it cool and out of light. Obvi- uh, yeah, obviously. Ruby, yeah, you put that on the sun, that shit's going to really get fucked well, yeah, up. Uh, lightning, same thing. That <laughs> yeah. shit is going to do, do not – I mean, you don't want to get those products hot. No, yeah, you yeah. don't. And, I mean, by hot, I mean, like, over 70 or so, really. Right? I mean yeah. – I mean, 80s, obviously, like, the, the – I mean, 80s, 90s, you're definitely getting into a bad zone, real yeah. bad zone. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and again, that's anything I mean, that's going to be biologically stuff, if, active. If, if I had, like, uh, for personal and stuff, I always had a fridge for all my stuff just because a lot of stuff you'd use a little bit. Sure. And then it changed so fast because of the more air and mm-hmm. warmer temperatures and swings and stuff. And so, it's not the same anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you'd be like, ooh, it's like, was it black like before or was it just sort <laughs> right. of like a, a hue to it? Right, right. Um, 
So in particular, those are the two products so to watch out. The rest of it, for the most part, handles everything pretty well, whether it's cold, whether it's hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but in particular, the Ruby Fulvic and the Lightning Start can be a little little dicey with too much heat. Okay. Well, Lightning Start, I don't think you'd ever put into a dose drone anyway. Cause no, probably, most people aren't doing I mean, Yeah, maybe. most people aren't dosing in, in veg. It's a veg-only product anyway. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, maybe for like one – because you only use it a couple rounds anyway, right? You wouldn't have to use it that much more – yeah, it's veg only. I mean, you, you. I mean, I use it every every veg water. Okay. Okay. Well, then maybe it would just maybe have a dose that one. Um, so the uh, other stuff that you guys have been doing on, coming up with any kind of things on the horizon or what's what's well, happening? of course the uh, and I think you've you've messed with the fuller a little bit as well, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 So that's. I mean, that's definitely on the horizon as well. I mean, it's a piece at a time. Everything is really heavily beta tested at New Millennium. That's the thing that uh, we really pride ourselves in. Nothing. I mean, even to the frustration of people, it doesn't doesn't happen quickly you know i mean you can look uh you know look on sam's shirt there and it says established 1999 i mean the stuff's been around a long time and even longer than that in neil's mind right. you know so it's 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 taken a while so it's been very very heavily beta tested so they continue to heavily beta test stuff to trusted people that gonna we have know. his 30th anniversary when he like Whenever you're like, dude, I just heard about you yesterday. Right? 30, ever, 30 years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, but it's, it's, but the, the thing is, is it's tried and true. It is time tested. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, that's the one thing I'd say is it's going to be out. Um, but it definitely, we, we, we get it out and we really use it for a while and beta test it heavily before it hits the market. The Carbo product will come out before the full year. Yeah. Sure. 100%. Really? Yeah. We've got the label and everything for it. I mean, okay. it's, we're, 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 is it Bo's we're on the face? Bridge. Is it Bo's face? <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. It, it should. I mean, it should be. It's all candy cane. Now it looks. I mean, it's all sugary. It's like a Willy Wonka. It's a. It's a. It's pretty badass. Yeah, actually, it's it pretty is. badass. Um, I'm. I'm stoked on that label. All, all the. All the new labels. And uh, quite good. I don't know if you guys got to see the proofs. Uh, you must have seen the proofs on the thing on the on the hoodies. Oh yeah, they're gonna look good. Oh yes. I mean, simple's better, right? Just, just keep it. Keep it simple. But That's no, right. that, those look really good. I like them. So good. And who? Good. So who's? So who's the guy behind the logo? Um, the new logo. Well, there's because I mean these guys changed up. This is the third logo. Third logo changed. Yeah, the, the, yeah. New, the newer marketing is done by uh, a whole company, not just by like um, a single person or a, a company in Denver or anything. It's a, and they came up with the flip over whatever thing. Yeah. Or, yep. Yep. Uh-huh. All, all the new marketing, the graphics, images, uh, uh-huh. every bit of it. Yep. Right. Because um, it is like one of those things where there's so many new brands on the market. When you go into grocery shops, you're just like you, you kind of see where people get nudged off because of some super slick you know thing oh yeah in. like those emerald guys with their thing <laughs> yeah, i like, mean yeah i mean your game's got to be top man i mean it's but it, but but at the end of the day if it don't work you know i mean it, right I, I, it's, but, that only lasts so long well that's why budswell still has still there a, a kids drawing on the front right where you're like okay, a little bat a, drawing is that a bat that's what i guess like <laughs> i'm yeah. pretty sure that's a bat nice Okay, so and uh, in case anybody out there wanted to call in, and we now our Skype is running. Skype's running. It never was down, right? It was never down. It was, it was always running smoothly. Um, and that is seven two zero three one zero eight two three seven, which is Tad's. If you're old school and you want to like look for the look at those letters and try to figure that out. Looks like we might have missed a call from James. Oh, we did. Oh, well, James, you can call back in again because we, for some reason, were locked out of it. But it's up and rolling. Torchin. It's torching hard. Yeah, that rosin's delicious. <coughs> Smoke some rosin at him. Of course. Yeah, sure. Rosin in a pen? Yeah, rosin in a pen. You haven't seen that before, have you? Fresh mm. flower rosin in a pen, man. It's hard to do. 
Yes, we may have done it ourselves. Very nice. I freaked out on Rosin for a little bit there. <laughs> like was it's hard to oh, work yeah, with, speaking man. of which, speaking of which, last week we forgot to talk about, and then I got someone. They, the fucking Leafly just bit that shit right out from underneath me. <laughs> oh shit! I, I, when we had James here last week, we were going to call in. We were going to order a rosin press from Walmart, like on the air, and then uh-huh. wait until <laughs> it came in, and then do a test with it. And then we we've totally spaced it out. We had all those breeders here. We were like ah, doing all that shit. And then I looked on today, and I was like, oh, motherfuckers, Leafly put like we, you know. Walmart has a rosin press, and we ordered it. And I'm like, no, oh, yeah, damn. That was, my, that was like they were listening to me. This fucker must be working with Yeah, the, well, that's the one thing. It's funny. like you know it's working, though. People are, uh, mm. you know, imitation, right? No, but in the end of the day, too, it's like. when it real quick, Adam. It's, uh, it needs prime real quick for you. That's just lower. Again, it gets all go down to the yeah, bottom. Yeah, it's part of the, as, as you were saying, the rosin just gets sticky, and it's hard to, hard to work with. It's so a little bit more difficult it, to get work Get it hot, with. and then it starts ripping. I got you. But I, the best part about it, it takes fire flour to make fire rosin. I mean, it's there's no cheating in rosin, and that's what I love about it. Yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, it's a great way to test product along the way, too. Like if you're – you can pretty much squeeze it and see quantity, quality, all that in, yep. in a nutshell before it's ever even been like you – know, Oh, yeah. It could, could have been on the plant couple days ago or you know you could still be on the plant you could just take a bud wait a couple days till it's the right yep thing. just a little bit yep no it's we've uh we've definitely been enjoying the rosin that's for sure that is for sure are you guys using the thing that the, the machine that you have from the shop or you guys have something else no no i've got one of the uh the rosin tech twist presses just for my personal use a small little plate good psi on it and just for the limited stuff we do is for personal and, and friend use it works perfect yep yep and that's a hand cranker it is, yeah. It's a twist press. Achieves just over oh, five thousand psi on those little two by four plates, and it's not for production. Obviously, you're not going to go to scale it, with it. And you can uh, you can do your own book binding too, which would be perfect. So Fantastic. You, when you get really bored, you can make your own old school books. People right. be like, "What is that?" And you're like, "It's a book binder." It's called a book. What? <laughs> Mind blown. You need letters, stay words on a page. Um, so. Are you guys planning? You're you not. You're just doing this for fun, though, really, man. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, again, we're we're a David and a Goliath world. We better be showing some good flower, or nobody's really listening to us. I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, so you know, we have to have uh, good people that have that have used it that actually know what they're doing and can can see the differences in it. People like you, and then we have to go around and, and say, hey, look, we're uh, we're growers too. Um, we know what what's going on. We know how to use these things. We're here to help you with it. And at the end of the day, it grows fire ass weed. So, right. Um, and we obviously brought in this little bit of sage and sour that we were talking a little bit about um, yep, earlier and, and definitely wanted your uh, opinion on it. Or, and you know the legend story behind it. I kinda, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure we ran into the same guy. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I was super impressed uh, at the show. As were we. And uh, <laughs> I told him I'll take a cut, but I never got one. <laughs> so there you go. Well, don't, we can take care of you. Don't worry about uh, that. Yeah. <laughs> but in general... Uh, it's funny because it is one of those it's it's uh this is kind of, this is like reminiscent of uh, a pheno that i had before and and like i was saying upstairs it's the f- it's it's not that it pops in either direction which is nice because mm-hmm. sages can be like like a tiny bit of sage in a, of in the in the joint of other weed you can still taste the sage in the joint sure. you know i mean it's that kind of a thing so it's very dominant mm-hmm. and uh and with sour it's impossible to hit the fucking 
target. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like you could shoot at it mm. all day long, and you'll never make everybody happy. Everybody, hey, it's too, uh, it's too it's this, like, too that. Not enough this. Well, you know, and it's like um, a good example is like when Rez came out with his all his sour crosses. They were all about eighty percent there in some departments, and then. A, range in the other department you know what i mean it was like mm-hmm. and you could never get all of them and i mean it was like a, impossible to it was like a rigged rigged machine or something where you'd be like how come i can never get a jackpot on here and it's like <laughs> because it's just not in there there's it's no fucking there's no cherries exist. in there there's not a single cherry there's one cherry and it kind of jumps between three different fucking slots you know what i mean and you never so you can never get the effect slash flavor slash uh, taste and smell you know what I mean right, right. Like there would be one of those things would be out it'd be like, mm, it smells like it but it don't taste like it sometimes oh I can't taste it but I just don't smell anything uh, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, anyway so this this uh, and I bet this thing grows like a beast it, it, it's super stout it's I mean, just, unreal man uh, yeah. it's a badass plant dude it really yeah. is right I mean it's sitting on all levels because, I love it because the funny part is, is that the it's the opposite of what a lot of other I mean if you if you didn't grow it if you weren't a grower and you'd go like oh it's the sour that makes it all like raw and it's like no it's actually the sage that makes it really stiff and like work and grow, sure. grow nice and then the uh, you know the, the things that the sour would lend to it um, is is you know the combination of the feel of it mm-hmm. which is kind of also one of those things where with a lot of a lot of plants have a sort of papery vibe to them and that's mm-hmm. like so that's what you don't want, you know. You're like, eh, it's like if it's like paper, it's not good. But if it's like soaked in, like you feel like it's like kind of like a soaked rag almost, where it's like, <laughs> kind of like it's just like it's like mm, fleshy, all and stuff. oily and gooey, oily and fleshy and stuff. Yeah. And so this one has, that. yeah. I'll, I'll roll a joint. How's that? Yeah, yeah. Please we'll talk, do. We I'd, talk, I'd be honored. We, we could talk further about it. But the trike, <laughs> the trike development on it was really nice, and it also has this. Um, the thing is, it, what what's nice is that. It, picks up this sort of silver color which is a sage attribute also yes you know sour is always bright and even in veg it's like you yeah. can see across the room it's all weirdly silver it's like a little silverback gorilla in there. has this purple and silver that like you can pick out from across the room it's yeah and, and the thing is it's it's um there's a purple like that kind of floats through the sage phenos that mm-hmm. was always like people would visually go for ones that are purple of course because it's purple but right but it actually delivered you know, some sure. things, too. Well, and, I, and I'm not a huge fan of purple strains. Never have been. I always thought they grew kind of weak. They were bland. It was all about look. That's the beautiful part about this one. It's like, shit. And like you said, it's in a really nice middle range. It's not one and it's not the other. It's truly a bit of both. And it's very perfumey. And even on, on, on the taste, it's like a little bit grape soda It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's got a lot of depth. Right. A lot of depth. Well, I mean, it's one of the ones I have out of all... The one I get, one of the most best feedback is Sage and Sour. The, you know, certain strains you just get a lot. Of, MK I get a lot of good feedback. Sage you get sure. a lot of good feedback. But Sage and Sour, it seemed to be like the one where I could guess the person was going to say Sage and Sour before they ever say Sage. Like just, <laughs> just by the way, they were like, "Dude, you know what I'll tell you? You know which one was really good?" And I'll be like, "What Sage, Sage and Sour?" How'd like, you know that? And I was like, "I don't know, just because it seems like the one that people would get surprised or something. I don't know." There's like. Well, and I love the high because it's 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 strong enough, mm-hmm. but it is energetic. I mean, it's really. I mean, it's it it really hits on that sativa end without just being just sativa, right. you know. Which I mean, I, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a cush guy. I love the bottom end of things. You know, I like getting good and stoned. Um, but this shit definitely makes you like, want to jump out of bed and fucking go do something. Well, I, I smoked some Zeta on the East Coast that <laughs> was like, it was weird because it was like, I, 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 when I smoked it, it gave me like a, literally like putting on, a, on an old glove or something. You're like, whew, that Ooh. felt, oh yeah, there it is. It feels like right, it was so, right. uh, and it was really weird because it was like, uh, you know, weed that I'd smoked a million times but when you smoke in a different place yeah all of a sudden it actually works like right like you're like hey oh cannabis it, can be very situational how come like it's that. how come it's working like so good now all of a sudden. And i think so it was perfect. A, i think it was a humidity to them <laughs> like because when you had right. like, again like everything smoked different and it was like oh it was a little bit harder to roll than you know Hey, you're ripping like, it apart instead all, of breaking it. All of a sudden, had to roll little balls and yeah, yeah, yeah. build yep. the joint out of little things. Not <laughs> the same. I mean, the same weed in Colorado would have, would have shredded, and it was just like, oh, okay, well, that's a different animal right there. Uh-huh. And just seemed like everything popped off a little bit better, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the story behind the uh, the the flower rolling here is yes, that yes. Is that it was, uh, you know, between five and six years ago at the clinic, uh, the mutual friend that we all have at the table here uh, mm-hmm. acquired some flour from the clinic and found a random seed in the thing, mm-hmm. sprouted, of course, and here and here we are. And uh, that's kind of what we wanted to ask Adam: is does he, you know, is it is it from his lineage? Does he like it? Is it is it possible? Is it plausible? You know what I mean? What's what's the deal? I mean, I checked out. I went to the clinic about a month ago and uh, did a walkthrough and saw the sage that. I mean, I, I'm guessing it's from the same camp, you know, as far as mm-hmm. Right, right. Right. if it came from the same group of people. But, and their selection was, it was good because it was, I was pleasantly surprised that it was not the Foco Sage cut again. So Because I, like, I would be like, that's not. Seen it. It's not, yeah, it's just not, it's not, um, it's not like somebody popped it. But, no, it was like, oh, no, we popped, you know, seeds. And so they had selected a much more sativa-influenced one and spicy but not necessarily as as sort of sandalwoody as the one that I would have you know like if I said well you know it's kind of like it's in the right side of the fence but it's not quite in the right in the, like ace in the hole but uh I didn't try any sage sour from them so I'm not 100% sure what their whatever the seed came from but uh if it's strong, yes, and if it's not, no. no. <laughs> Ask me after we smoke it. <laughs> like this is terrible. This All right, is and that's not. what I was curious. No, you know, I was like, is it, do we think it's a real, you know, cell pollination, or is it some other errant uh, pollen I mean, in the room? Or? I mean, the whole thing about all all the elite strains out there that were pre, you know, Amsterdam, pre, or you know, maybe not even pre Amsterdam, but you know, not just from a pack of mm-hmm. uh, seeds, which which is funny now because now. What's considered elite almost and what's considered like wow and rare is the stuff that I was actually selling when I worked at Sensi because I was there 89, 90, 91, 92. So I was like, those years are like considered like, whoa, dude, I got a 1989 Sensi, right. blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I sold it to you. I definitely sold it to you because that was the only <laughs> that guy, was work- that was the only guy working there. <laughs> That's right so it's really funny because back then, I, I, as I sold certain packs to people, I could literally feel it. Oh man, this guy got the good ones because I, yeah, I always look through the packs and kind of pick out the best ones for him and be like, you know, I, you know, double check. Let's see a bad seed on this one, and I'd go through and, and so certain guys, you know, they spend a lot of money, 
mm-hmm. and we'd sit down and we'd go through all of them and I'd be seeing them on the counter going across and there'd be certain times when people get like Silver Pearl and uh, you know Black Domino and the new ones that they had which I wasn't even that impressed with that one when it first came out but you know and they're this uh, Silver Haze and you know all these different strains and when right when Neville came back they were all new and they, everyone was getting like you could tell like every, you could see that all the packs came in and they were like fuck this yeah, is, fresh these, beans these like way better than the last <laughs> ones and the Super Skunks always looked fucking killer like huh. giant cantaloupe sized you know be like whoa those are huge you know? <laughs> Big and, and silver uh, <laughs> the other one which was uh, NL5 and uh, and uh, Skunk 1 that was uh, Shiva Skunk that one was like also like I knew that everybody who bought those went home and just blew it up you know right but it was also kind of like I, because I worked there it was kind of like eh <laughs> so right. I never, t- I never like got seeds from them hardly. I was just <laughs> now like, it's all the elites, you know. And now I should like, man, probably should have when I was there, be like, hey, <laughs> should I get a couple seeds along the way? But I was just, I, I literally only got a few packs of seeds from them in the beginning, and then after that, I just kind of started. Once I did the bubblegum thing, I was kind of realized that they didn't care what I was doing, and so I wasn't really gonna be like trying to mix up their stuff because one of the things they told me was that everything from is from Sensi, you know, and I was like. Well, that's kind of a not a very outwardly way of thinking because there's shit out there that's not from Sensi. I can well, guarantee sure. you it's in the fucking, you know, like like a friend of ours, Nick, he's got some Bhutanese strains, and I've never seen them have any Bhutanese strains, so there's <laughs> new shit right there. You know, I mean, there's places out there that are new, and there's definitely places that have weed that haven't, well, I wouldn't say they haven't exploited, mostly have, but they haven't really hit the scene hard and, you know... Uh, so, so I was kind of bummed out. This is in 1990. They're telling me that nothing, like they've done it all. It's all gone through them. Anything good that's out there is from <laughs> yeah, them. Anything that's been going. That's know, interesting. And, and so I was kind of like, eh, you like, know. No, that's, there's got to be some other shit. That's literally why I went and did my own thing because I was like, well. And then I felt really like like I can't work with their stuff because if I start bringing any of their stuff, they're going to fucking come and back and be like, hey, I told you there's nothing out there, you know. But then that's what bummed me out is I'd go out. <laughs> I was like, you see that coming. But I would go out and... and try to find shit and like when i found out like a good example is the hog um you know i was all excited i went out my, my friend you know my partner back in uh in uh, in amsterdam his best friend his best friend's dad was from tennessee grew uh this hog strain brought sure. it out with them was grown in the backyard and that guy was kind of on his way out and this other kid wasn't really a grower and i was back in in cali and he's like come over and take a cut or something and i literally like told this story on the show before but it's like there's like this plant about that big and it's all you know fully flowered and got pretty good sized buds for a tiny little plant but it was also that december or january weird double crop cali style Mm. and he had it real close to the fence um and you couldn't see it because it was tucked in down here and it was all like covered in dirt and it was like and so <laughs> then ratty ass so he gave plant. me a cut that he had taken and, and it was about as bad as that plant looked so i wasn't really impressed when i saw it at the time but when i grew it it was like wow this shit's strong mm. um and i was all excited and then you know that and then anyway we, we won the cup with it it was like okay this is supposed to be good this is, yeah but it grew like shit in a way like compared to other stuff it was sure 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 and then like just recently, like a couple of years ago, 2015, I got a I got a 
message from a guy who's like explaining to me where it really came from and uh it's probably some johnny boone shit if it's from down and, there <laughs> and then and everything was like Cornbread sounding mafia. like i'm going wow i'm getting closer and closer to this and then it was like oh yeah and it's just you know it's it's from sensi and i'm like no no, no. no. don't Damn. say that you know it was like again it was like from like again it's like a bad dream yeah it was just like a thing that was uh bought bought maybe six years earlier or something, you know what I mean? Eight years earlier. And I was like, what? I mean, it's man. not near as cool. Not at all. No. <laughs> so, it was, but it was an NL, and of course it's NL5, because NL5 seems to be the most, you know, like renamed plant out there. Yeah, most renamed plant that exists. I would agree with well, that. Well, Flow maybe is getting up there too. In Colorado, yeah. Flow is for sure the number one, I feel. <laughs> number one, you think? You yeah. Think I, mean, more? I mean, that is. I mean, OG is really number one, obviously. Yes, and, that is the clear number yeah, one. And, 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 and now we don't know, you know, now that's gotten be even more ridiculous. But well, did you guys? Are, but when did, it comes to one plant, yes. Maybe. Did ever you ever come to a complete conclusion? Not that I think there is one for the record, but on the OG Gnome project, I mean, did that just kind of like well, it just, got so far? Like, what do you do? The problem, problem with the OG Gnome for us was just money because we, you know, nobody was ready to do it for free and it right. was like okay well how much oh start talking like 10 20 like, oh. you know, it's like, okay so then we asked some sponsors and then sponsors were like maybe and then what do i get and it was like well you get to fucking find out what the fuck yeah going you get on. to see what's and actually then, going and, on and is that, that kinda, not cool and, enough and then it just wasn't like we're, we're not gonna be, the problem was then it was timing because we also felt it was had to be at the same because they all have to go in the same plate at the same right. time you have 96 spots and blah 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 and you have to fill them all up or you got to pay for them doesn't matter right and so you're like wow well, that's kind of sucky and then it was you know price per thing and and then we did talk about it later um with phylos and then it was kind of like but then we have to agree on what whose information and blah blah blah, blah. yeah, yeah, I was yeah like, okay yeah. so then we're gonna so do all that. We're on the same page yeah so then we're like eh, we don't do all that work for that you know then so <laughs> so so at the end of the day um it's out there. It's still it's, it's something we love to do. Um, and the OG Gnome Project lives. Yeah, well, the, on the, some the, level, it does in my mind, just like it does in Neil. It's like right. It's know, there since nineteen since two thousand and fifteen. <laughs> the OG Gnome Project <laughs> never ends. Well, it never got started actually, but that's. A I mean, you guys, you guys track down a lot. I mean, it was very interesting though. Even just the the word of mouth story. We have more information that's going to come out, and there's there's definitely more layers to that. Oh, that see, I, so it does live. Now you're fucking with me. It does live. It does, but the actual <laughs> the actual um, genome mapping and that whole part is, sure. just, is the is the financially difficult part. Like, I'm having a hard time getting sponsors to pay me every month for for this for this shit. <laughs> it's like trying to get someone to pull five Gs out of their pocket for something that they don't know exactly what they're getting. Out right. Besides, right. And and I also think, you know, it's not like they're the only guys out there. There's plenty of people doing stuff. So sure. just got to figure it out and make it work for everybody. Um, and also the thing is I'm more interested in the story than, right. than because I also don't, I mean, I, I don't like when things get to forensic sort of situations because at that point it's cool, but I also feel like information is like, uh, not to be, I wouldn't say it's going to be misconstrued, but it will definitely change before it's ever even been done. Right. So, like, the reality right. is certain things are going to be cornerstone. We know that. Sure. Um, and there's going to be a lot of layers to that, and there's going to be a lot of butthurt people. We already know that. Right. That's, that's kind of all, that's all that's we, the that, truth. That's all everybody's waiting for is that right. little phase. No, you were wrong, dude. <laughs> but yeah. then after that, it's, it's almost like, 
you know, I don't know if I want to be that guy who exposes all that because at the end of the day, this like there is a little coolness in the in, in the, the mystery in the mystery of it all, and and the fact that a lot of people just don't give a shit anymore. It's well, weird. there like, you go. People yeah. have gotten to yeah. that point where they just don't care. They just don't care. And sure. and I'm like, okay, there's definitely core people out there, a few thousand of them or whatever, that'll be like, I really gotta know, and I gotta know, and I want to know, and we'll all know eventually. But actually, from what I'm, the the stories that are developing from it, and um, you know, I've got. We, we had Alec Anderson on the show. Yep. And so I didn't know about him before. Um, when he came on and we had the, uh, you know, we had Matt confirm. And then, okay, so this is starting to make more sense. Okay, now we have the guy who actually put the, the bean in the ground. We know that. Okay. And that's, that's a great start. That, that to us is more important almost than the rest of it. But then at the end of the day, it's like, well, wait a minute. So where did that bean come from? Where did the bean come from? Exactly. And so that has been tracked down has been confirmed really okay all right. yeah and hasn't been brought on the show yet. as so i say not no need to reveal i'm not, no, I'm no, not hasn't, hasn't been brought on the show yet so because we can't get to that part of the agreement yet of like you know some of these people just don't want to they don't want people they don't want to know and they don't get it 100 percent too because at the end of the day they just did something and they didn't realize that they did it, and now sure. all of a sudden it's like and there was no thought yeah. process in doing it. They just did it. It was a bean they put in the ground, and well, yeah, and 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 fucking and, and it was, but there's but there's the main confirmation part of it all, which made me go like, ooh, okay, was you know without anybody saying anything, when I called Alec and asked him about this this person, he didn't know the name right off the bat. He's like, no, don't know the name, and then uh, so it wasn't like that's the guy who he actually knew, but when it came to the location and it came to the names of the what it was and it came to also a few other little details he was like oh my he got like you could you see yeah. you could feel the color like drain from his face like, oh, like, that's it that's it that's, that's the, one. the spot and that's the guy you know oh my god and so the reality is it was like you know there is a trace traceable thing now back to where that seed came from and now we can get a, an idea of lineage and that's why i want to get the show on this guy on the show because um, it, it's kind of fallen into a, the zone that we thought, which was a tropical variety, like a real tropically kind of arrived variety crossed into an Afghani, which we kind of knew that already. Sure. And, you know, uh, nothing works like a Southeast Asian strains when it comes to high anyway. So we kind of all... In, and, and they're also Hermy prone. And, you right. know, the little things that were like, hmm. All these clues. All probably stuff. those are the things. Anyway, but I want to get this kind of show and kind of do a real, you know, breakdown so it's not just me sure. still speculating. Because, uh, like I said, the weird part about this whole story is that it came from another angle, from another friend of mine who's part of the whole Kush line uh, anyway. And he mentioned this show to that guy and that guy never heard of it of course and he said yeah they're you know because it kind of sounds like you're just describing this and it was like my friend was the investigator to figure out that this guy might be the guy right and was like hey i think i might have the guy and i was like ah, whatever you know like sure and then when it kind of came to that click, whole thing click, and, click, click. yeah and so the reality was that this guy actually kind of saw it 10 years ago trademarked everything and everything so he really like was kind of on the on hmm. the on that tip so at the end of the day, I think um, I hope he's going to come on the show, and if not, my friend will probably come on the show at some point, represent him or something nice, like that. Nice, nice. And we'll get to the real bottom of it, which to me, again, like I think that's the more 
Well, the story's more interesting anyway, as far part. as I'm concerned. I mean, it's like, yeah, like you said, we can get to it. It's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, um, we, we could sit here and argue about somebody. Who, who won the 1996 World Series? And, fuck, we could talk about it for a while. Or somebody could pull out a dumb phone and the conversation's over. Right. And so, in a way, it's great to just keep the conversation going, yeah. you know, and keep the story going rather than getting to that definitive point where it's like, oh, well, I guess that's that. Yeah, well, if it it's is that, boring. if it is that's that, and 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 there's no real story beyond it, but when there is that story and it keeps getting more, more elusive and weird, I think that's that's cool because like I'm I'm stoked when at the end of the show all of a sudden I'm like, really? I didn't even think that was ever going to happen, you know? And that's sure. right. and there's people out there now who know more than any of us know because they were there, and it's just like right. <clears throat> that's why I even started doing this podcast was because I realized. I'm pretty sure I could clarify a bunch of shit for a bunch of people just because I happen to be there. Right, you were I, you were there. And now it's changed. Now people are starting to give like it's like it goes from like, oh, it was a pound to it was a hundred pounds to it was a thousand pounds. You know what I mean? It's like the wow. stories. And, and and people are way, you know giving some people way too much credit. Or not giving credit where, you know, it's kind of due. Well, and I like you bring up the point again, too. Sometimes people are doing things that they, they weren't they, – they were doing it not knowing they were doing it. It's all looking back on it. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's circumstantial. It's just right place, right time. Shit just happened. Did, they were there. Did you guys watch that Long Strange Trip uh, show yet? Or? I have not watched the whole Long Strange Trip. Yeah. Um, I've, I've, I've read every def- – I mean, I've read Long Strange Trip, and I've read mm-hmm. just about every definitive book on the dead. Yeah. Um, have not watched the, uh, the doc yet. Though. I've never heard of it. What is this? It's from Amazon, I think. Yeah, it's a new uh, like a definitive. Six, it's like a six-hour. Yeah, six-hour Grateful Dead documentary. It's okay. like going on a tour, bro. It's six whole hours. Yeah, man. Get ready <laughs> to live. But no, it, but it definitely goes through the whole, I mean, just the scene and how things got brought in and a yeah, lot they, of the interesting they, parts they did, well. a, they did a good job. Um, they, they didn't do much about, like, the, the kind of original, like, the first tours and stuff. They right. Kind of, Skipped all that. That's and that's funny. Well, they skip all the acid tests and everything. That's no, no, they didn't do that oh. part. They skipped their, 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 like a little bit of their first European tour and stuff. And oh, okay, the other parts because they didn't have much to, to show. Well, seventy two. There's just not a lot from it. I yeah. mean, there, yeah, there's not. I mean, yeah, playing at the pyramids, all that shit. There's not a whole lot. That's why we had uh, Tom Salter on the show a couple couple weeks ago, and he was. He was the guy that when they got there, and the other English guy who was their manager right. at the time was friends with Tom, and that's kind of where it all that all started. Yeah, because that was even a bit serendipitous, as, as I understand it. Just how even playing, uh, you know, and, and how it all kind of went down. Yeah, but it was interesting to watch how, like, same sort of deal. It was just timing in place. Like those Time guys, they didn't realize at that time that they were doing anything, and now all of a sudden, you know, that's also kind of what created such a behemoth of a fucking yeah thing. part of the fervor yeah yeah and uh part of the myth when you watch the the, when you watch the documentary you're like oh okay well that yeah I'm, like i see exactly where you know like you're like oh, okay well here it is 87 when i graduated i was going <laughs> to heavy metal and shit and i remember i had like a couple of i had a couple of pins and i had a few tapes that you know and i and like but i was just like eh Whatever you know, like I was like kind of over it, and then moved to Europe in '89, and then the tour came over there. Sure. And I remember like, and I had people coming to my spot, and I was just like, "Really, the dead? Are, they're over here now?" Like Jesus! Like I remember, I was just kind of like, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like one of those guys. And then uh, uh, my friend Keith, who was going to come on the show at some point uh, to do the, the bro show at some point, but he. He'll bring up the story when he's here, but I'll just, you know, I'll reiterate because when I watched the show, when I watched the show last night, I was like remembering, I was like, oh yeah, August, what was it, like 13th or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I remember the day because uh, these kids were living, we we had this spot and I was, I I had my speakers all set up on this sort of porch area that was kind of connected to their area. 
and they were renting from me and they would sit, put out their fucking dead little box and play like crappy tapes and I'd be <laughs> playing all hip hop and we'd have a battle out there and it was just like this garble of and then the other guys upstairs were doing like techno yeah that's so, like some European so techno com- shit so the combo between techno hip hop and the dead just was like a big swarm. Big cacophony. Oh, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. And so anyway, they left town, went on a big long bike ride, came back, and I had just found out about Jerry, and I was like, the bearer, the bearer of bad news. You know what I mean? Sorry, it was guys. Like, exactly. I was like, and then they were just like, don't fuck with us, bro. You know? And I was like, we're going into hibernation, man. <laughs> fuck you. you. Better not be true. You know? And then then I hear like 10 minutes later, like, <laughs> wailing true. coming from the adjacent flat. Yeah. So <laughs> it was interesting. But yeah, it's a pretty good documentary. But it was also just very much like you watched it and you were like, you felt very familiar with the people that were on it because you were like, like, oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> We're the ones on drugs, hanging out, having fun at all these <laughs> other shows. Same old thing, didn't matter, right? Whether it was here, or there, or what, but yeah, it was. Uh, you never know exactly what you're doing, and now with people trying to to do stuff, that's when when there's no magic left. You know what I mean? It's no, like they're just man. This is how you do it. I heard this is how you. Uh, Start a seed company. So you make a movement. Yeah, and how many? I mean, my God, you get on Instagram and it's like, Jesus, a a a slick little logo, and you got a new seed company. It's ridiculous. A little Paul and Chuck, and a little Smef 1, Smef 2. So I got a seed company. This is cool. (laughs) Too many, man. Too many. Yeah, I mean, I I swear there's more seed companies than people on Instagram. (laughs) Yeah, it's. And it's exactly on the time schedule that I said. It's like about about five years ago. I was like, you watch, in five years, there's going to be fucking thousands of seed companies in there boom it just happened like, like that but it's good though because at the end of the day the more independent like as long as it's you just gotta look who's behind them you know what i mean sure and then it's always been the same way too though like when you went to the cup every year in amsterdam it was one moment where you could actually see who's breeding what you know what i mean and for us it was always kind of fun because even though we were yeah, been in the game a long, long time. We're still like a lot younger than a lot of the other guys because they came in like you know local guys, sure. older, but they got money. <laughs> tried to get in, kind of made it, did a bunch of crappy moves, came up with shitty names and shitty stuff. And shitty like, names, shitty genetics. And they make money because they don't care, and they just fucking sell to all tourists. You know what I mean? But they never got it international, anyway, right? You know, right, right. And then like Nirvana tried a little bit. They had some decent stuff. But they also just try to undercut everybody on everything. You know right. Saying? So it's always going to be different styles. Cheaper. People actually have a little heart. People like Serious Seeds who don't, you know, are breeders, you know. He's a falcon breeder. So it's like, oh, that's cool. You understand how to breed shit. That will kill you. <laughs> like, so you, right. you you got to be pretty good if you're a falcon breeder. It's like. Yeah, that's like, a. I was like, who kills the falcons that are not good? Like, you just right. go how do you select <laughs> said falcon? <laughs> how do you? What do you do? Go for just like, hey, falcon, how's it going? Oh, <laughs> oh, sorry, pal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I can. Yeah, kill. that's the dark end of it that they don't talk about. Right. <laughs> falcon breeding. That's, like, fact, that's a the, thing. I mean, holy <laughs> shit. Well, the fact that he's actually like, yeah, takes that seriously. You know, and even dog breeders and things like that, they understand. No, but you're right. You're right. They understand character. It. Yeah, they're looking at it on a whole different level. I mean, and that's you know you. Talk about um, and, and Cole and I both have a, a background in horticulture. But you talk about like a, a wheat uh, breeding project, for example. You're talking about minimum one million subjects. More specifically, you want at least two million individual t- 
to start with. Right. Okay. To then go through multiple years of selection, end up with about seven to ten of them to go out to ten years of field trials before right. you end up with one. Mm-hmm. One not, out of two million. That's so, not Paul and Chuckin', man. That ain't Paul and Chuckin', guys. Yeah, and I mean, nobody's really doing that in, in, in cannabis at this point, like, seriously. And if they are, they're, like, again, they're, like I said earlier, they're not the guys who are uh, understanding. They don't have time to hang around and get high and <laughs> figure out what other shit because right. so com- they're just too busy making spreadsheets and inputting data and thinking that they're understanding because the plants are bigger or you know waxy sure and, and i'm not saying there's not something lost in that no i would agree with that and, but and there'll, it's... Be, and there'll be a mixture of the two that'll work you know what i mean if mm-hmm. you get that for guy sure. for and, sure. and the crew which is like the the golden ticket for anybody who's out there who thinks they're going to get in the game is usually like somehow they manage to be that guy like dude uh, quality control right here bro <laughs> like, right you know, let me do that guy and that that happens i mean people yep. get, sometimes you're just like what how'd you get that gig uh-huh. I want right, that. Right, I, is the right time. I want that. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, but again, you know, what, what's luck anyway? We're hard work and determination meet, you know. Um, so it's uh, it's one of those things. I mean, you got to gotta keep cranking. But that's a, it's a definitely a, uh, uh, you have an interesting story with with going over and being back and being around and, and definitely being in, in the right place at the right time for a lot of those things and being able to see some of it go down, you know. Yeah, and then the idea was – Definitely didn't know it at the time. Again, it takes you don't. 20, it takes twenty years to figure out your that right that place. was magic yeah, because right. but you weren't making magic at the time. You were just grinding it out, doing your thing. Yeah. Well, the other thing too that was interesting was when I was there, I always was the reason I thought it, one of the reasons I stayed there and didn't come back to to America was that it, well, obvious for obvious reasons because of the fact that the work I was doing I couldn't do. But sure, just in general was. Oh, you're, every day you woke up there, you felt like you're on vacation. You're like, uh, you know, American living in Europe, yeah. so you always had this kind of extra way of looking at stuff. And people would be like, "Oh, I never thought of that." And you're like, "Of course you didn't, because you guys all went to the same school, like the same <laughs> you shit." Never left the, the town. Same, you didn't. You know what I mean? you're and, and, you're com- and I'm sure if a Dutch guy came to small town America, he'd be like, "Why are you guys?" Going in this way, why don't you do this? And, oh my you god, you blew my fucking mind! How did you think of that? It's like, <laughs> oh, because then where we come from, that's what we do. You yeah, know what I mean? we just, so a lot of times it was just like literally st- stating the obvious because they just hadn't figured it out yet. <laughs> um, and that was the weird thing about there too, is just because because it came down to the guys who grew the most weed didn't smoke weed. Nobody smoked weed there. Like everybody that I knew didn't smoke weed. So I'd be like, what? Like I'd be meeting all these growers, and they'd be like showing me like. Hundreds All of a sudden, like, let's fire it up. And I'd be like, light it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't smoke that. Like, what? Like, this is crazy. And they'd all be right. smoking shaggies, which is, you know, rolling their own tobacco <laughs> and smoking that and putting a little bit of hash the in. The tiniest little like, bit. Sprinkle. And they'd be like all pussied about it. And, so, <laughs> and then I'd be like taking, you know, weed and putting hash in it. And they'd be like, oh, my, oh my God. God. So it was like very easy to sort of step out of the ranks there you know what i mean it wasn't that hard to back then you were doing that just full weed joints with hash and i'm just blowing their minds yeah. <laughs> like what is yeah. this dude doing like, oh, when I did, yeah when then i was doing wacky the, american and then i was making the hash joints out of hash like flattened you know making it with the laminate and peel it and put the weed in it and roll the hash around that and pop that into a down stem from a graphics piece and then smoke that in front of some dutch guys and then they'd be like then their minds were blown <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know what the it was over <laughs> i was like what is going Sky is bulletproof. Mm. <laughs> but it was just a matter of having that the product there. And that's one of the weird things too, is like we, we're we're about to have our twenty fifth anniversary next year. 
as THCs Damn. as the like start of our companies and all that stuff. And so for, awesome, for me to like, so then when I'm telling people that, it's like they're like, dude, I'm, I'm like 27. I, you know, I was two years old. You know, I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I forget, oh, kind of forget that sometimes. Yeah. And, but what's cool is that all we really got to do now is repeat like the things that worked in some way, shape, or form. And a lot of those things were like when I did them, I was like. This would work so good in America, right? Right here, nobody gives a fuck. You know what I mean? Like they just did not care. So I'd be doing all this stuff and being all excited about it, and they'd just be like, "Fucking hippie," you know? And I'd be like, "No, <laughs> dude, this shit's you know no, amazing." Man. So that's one of the reasons we started the, our own store and did our own, you know, because we're also so trying fucking, to I'm do it my way. Preach hemp to people, and they didn't kind of get it. And you're like, "The fuck, you know? What, what don't you get?" But now Holland is the number one producer of hemp, you know, in Europe uh, for hemp products, not necessarily hemp, but other now, are they doing grow. some of their own uh, own hemp production as well, or just oh, importing yeah. it all? No, no, they do production. They got about, I don't know, they had like a couple thousand hectares when I was left. Which is was, a shitload compared to, yeah. that, that country's tiny. So. Yeah, and <laughs> they um, produce all the, um, they produce a lot of door panels for Mercedes. So a lot of the inside door panels yeah. protect, like the stuff when you open it up, and it, it sometimes it's like cloth or other stuff. They make that out of hemp. It's soundproof and works doesn't splinter if you yep. get into an accident it doesn't turn into anything that can hurt you know yeah i can fuck you up and uh anyway they so they they crush it with that and they have a few other products that they're making and so they're they're and they're also doing production in romania and other sure. they, they they but as far as the dutch are yeah they're definitely on point with it but when i was there it was like and that's all hemp flax, which is right. Ben Drunkers, so it's Sensi Seeds. So right. It's the only right, guy. right. So it hasn't it has again. Not, the, uh, it hasn't yeah. brand. It all goes back to Sensi. Damn it! God damn it! I know. <laughs> no. no, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And Ben, Ben's <laughs> awesome because he's one of those guys that literally got, got arrested. I think um, about I don't know, like thirty or forty times or something like that when I was working for him. Like, just, damn, jeez, guy would no. He he was always because in Holland it was always like who's the owner here you uh, you come with us you know boom you're arrested right. again. and his shops were always pushing the envelope like, in any way shape or form and they you know they cracked when I, also advertising and shit like that they cracked down on and he'd be the guy who would push the limits on everything you know nice what you got to do what yeah. you got to do what you but the same do. problems here as they have there when it comes to advertising speaking of which we got to do some advertising whenever you're ready because we've been talking for a while. It's weird. It's 420. Whenever you're ready. Oh. Perfect time. Perfect Everybody time. Everyone can just. How's that? Uh, what do you think of that sage and sour? I think it's good. It's, it's nice, huh? Yeah, it tastes I like I like the smell in the air, too. It's nice and it's got that nice perfumey, you know, just that, that nice smell. Anything in the air. sage has to have that. Yeah. It's not really. It's not. It's not, it's not, it's not I definitely it. enjoy the cultivar. Mm hmm. All right. So, uh, I guess what we got. Oh, Mr. Jeremy Silva. Uh, we got to get him on the show re- recently, uh, anytime soon. Cause yeah, we it's great stuff. It's been a long time, and the man is a knowledge base uh, of, like no other. And his staff is also super uh, knowledgeable. So if you ever need to get any amendments or any hard-to-find organic uh, products, he's your source. He can get do short. He can. He, they hand. We, we found out last week that they are hand mixing their bags. I mean, you've got like it's artesian at that Jeez. point. Right? That's like. <laughs> that's kind of crazy for sure. Yeah. I don't know if that's just because they, they don't. Is it a lack of lack of mechanization or no? no but kidding. apparently they have guys in there that just are in there powering away and just, just getting, getting it done. Getting yeah. it done. Um, <laughs> but you can always go to eight seven seven eight five five soil or was it? Is that it? Was that right? Soil. Oh, uh, hey. sorry. 
Oh, you're all over the place. Eight five five eight seven seven soil. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. Somehow it's like it's ingrained in my head. Yeah, it's like nice it's work. like you guys are your new millennium. It's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like I'll let you do your own anyway. So it's <laughs> way easier while you're here. Um, Jeremy will answer all calls, or his staff will. I know you can also go to um, uh, buildasoil.com if you want to get their products uh, online. And the best part is their delivery is like on point. So. I always think it's weird when I think of soil in the mail. It's like, man, poor, Hmm. poor mailman. (laughs) I need to order some carbon filters too, please. Can you bring (laughs) them in? Can you bring them right up to the top? Right around back, please. Bring them up to the top floor. (laughs) Um, Oh shit! And uh, also, I don't know why he hasn't called in yet, but he should. Mr. James Bean from Seeds Here Now, our last week's uh, sponsor of the all the craziness that came through oh. left he left this behind too he's like he liked where it was he said just leave it and i was like fine fine, fine. you get you get prime you get <laughs> the prime premier real, spot prime real estate here um but you can go to uh com and check out the top like, about 34 35 breeders that they got u.s breeders and you can also go to seeds of holic if you want to check out their uh, auction site um and if james calls in we can have him tell us all the crazy deals but they always have it's, it, it's pretty much always a deal it's always a you just go to the site and click on sales and it has yeah it has all of them right here all of them there's so many um but uh he may just drop in you never know this is actually in in an hour well he usually does the 420 james bean man on the scene whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it um gene on the scene what was it man i don't know he had some he had some some crazy, I don't remember what it was. some crazy title, but uh, you can uh, contact him. And one thing that's great about these guys is, just like everybody who works with us or everybody that we work with, sponsor wise, all super easy to work with companies that have great policies. His policy is if you don't like something from him, just get in touch with them and he'll replace those seeds. And that's a pretty damn good deal because you know, as, as we all know, he's not stupid about it though. Too, he's not like, hey. You, don't you do this every day? Because <laughs> he gets right. plenty of those guys. <laughs> We're like, I, 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 you know, and then you gotta send photos and all that. So. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I did it with my we seeds. Deal with, it. with my seed packaging when I first made it. Like on the first day, I think I released it, or like it felt like the, it wasn't the first day because he must have bought it, but first, but it was literally in the first week. Somebody hit me up and was like, "Oh, I got these seeds," and I didn't send them in the mail. Somebody else right. ordered them from another company who sent them in the mail. They got them and they were broken. And I'm like, "That's physically impossible, dude," because it just can't happen. There's no way. And then he sent me a photo, and it was pretty obvious that somebody opened it up and like hit it with a hammer or something like that and smashed it like right in the middle of the thing. And I'm like, "Okay, sure, right?" And then. And then <laughs> I was like, okay, so how did this happen? And then they were like trying to explain. And then I said, send me another photo. And then I got another photo. And you could tell they put it in like a vice or something and tried to like bend it. And Damn. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. But it's like, that's how it is. I mean, it was designed to be like crush proof, 100%. And so, you know, when you have a seed company of any sort, you pretty much, you get every, every kind you of combo of fishing around, trying to get fucking free shit. And uh, sometimes you just do it anyway. If I could hear it, have them. <clears throat> if well, they're, I mean, if they're creative and funny, then it's cool. But if it's like, I've got some malicious ones too. I got people who do it, and 
when our people would send them new stuff, I'd find out that they would just sell it. You know, sure. Oh yeah. Well, we yeah we see samples on eBay all the and time. they have shops or something. It's unfortunate. Yeah, man. it's, it's, it's truth, right? yeah we we see it all the time. I mean, and, and, and here's the unfortunate truth in this day and age, Adam. It's like if somebody likes your shit, they might tell ten people. If they don't like it, they're going to tell a hundred or more. That's right. You know. So in this, I mean, people rant and rave on social media and everything else. It's like yeah. Well, seeds here now, I think, is doing pretty damn good. They got a great site also, which is nice because, uh, as we all know, good website, right? Fucking important shit. So Sam said. people to know what's going on. That's, That's what Sam said. said. That's what Sam said. That's what Sam said. No, but they have so many good breeders. I've been really impressed. And right off the oh, yeah. bat, I've been like, holy shit, those guys have got yeah. it going on. Yeah, no, they, they make sure that people that come on and are, are reputable and, you know, and he has to deal with all the drama between all the different breeders. So it's kind of like. There's some people who just can't take on board because there's too much drama. Sure. And, right, you right. Know, and if they can't get their own, can't play well in the playground. Yeah, you can't, can't, play, can't, yeah. can't come to school, you know. So, um, but if you uh, want to get reputable edibles here in Colorado and in Nevada and California now, you can go to uh, iloveincredibles.com, check out their uh, store finder site and see if there's somebody close to you. Flavors on flavors on flavors. All their stuff that will be real consistent. In-house growing, which uh, uh, in-house grown uh, product, which makes a huge difference because, as we all know, that's the success. That's the that would separate you as an edible company from success and failure is oh, yeah. your medicine and your consistency and having the right stuff that actually works. They also have uh, some gummies. They got some. Uh, what else they got? Some, some extracts. They got extracts. They are got, they uh, are they not in Oregon yet? You said no. I don't believe California, Oregon. Nevada, Colorado. I think that's the only states that I know. They might be. They're they're definitely moving. Yeah, they're move, making moves, moving and shaking. So, um, again, their consistency is one of the best things about them. And on top of that, they got every flavor of the rainbow in there. I won't even make you name them all. No, I don't. I, don't, I won't <laughs> even try. I'm just like, it's I, a shit. I used to have the kid. I used to have the kid. That kid used to do that. That was that was that was that was years ago, man. That's been a long time. It's that was the first time I, I was ever on. Exactly. We were still making him. Do every flavor, and that was back at the old building down by right. GYO. Yeah, yeah, making him have all do all the flavors, wear the shock bracelet, whatever, whatever, yeah, you, <laughs> whatever was clever with him. So uh, it's been a while. I'm dating myself. Right, it's been a while, man. It's been a while, man. Way back, way back way in back, history. Way back. Um, but yeah, you can go to I Love Incredibles and see what they got, um, and find out if they're close to you. Also in the studio here, we got guys from New Millennium who, dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 if you don't know. Swag. Then you don't know. <laughs> it's total swag. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. But Adam uses it, so yeah, I've been using it. That's why my stuff's so swaggy. <laughs> no, in general though, uh, it is a pretty damn good nutrient on baseline, and also on top of that, you guys work with uh, Budswell, which I talked about earlier. Terrible, terrible branding. Great product. Great and, product. Absolutely. Uh, one of the you know one of my favorites from before. So when I got when I, that would made me easily adjust. And uh, that green sensation, the other product yeah. that you guys are yeah. pushing from Playground, which I think is it's definitely like a, if if that wasn't in the program, I don't think anybody would have heard of it because that like to me is seems to be like their silver bullet. Which is it is. Like, That's uh, their most. Yes, it, yes. And so if you're if you're not familiar with that and you got uh, some angles to get some Playground in your. Program. Were you familiar with them? Just real quick, were you familiar with them at all before you oh, came yeah. back over? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody and to is, me right it was there. like yeah. it was like, it's like saying, duh. It's like House and Garden. I'd be like, so you want me to use what now? Like the fucking <laughs> fizzy whiz things that you throw in? <laughs> I don't think so. And you'd be like, dude, you got to do it. You know what I mean? It's like so. It was kind of like that almost because because right. for me it was like, mm. 
But that Terra that they have, yes. that I got the samples of, is really nice. That um, yep. So what was it called? Terra Supreme or something like that, or Terra? It's the the new Pete product you're yeah. speaking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I gonna got be a couple testers of that, and it was pretty damn interesting. I was like, these looks, plants look super happy. Good, yeah. good to hear. Yeah, we're all we've, like we've waxy, been testing a little like bit ourselves. Extra waxy, good. extra waxy, it and it's like, definitely not your same old peat moss. I mean, you can, no, you can agree with that. It's not, no, the, it's no. not the dust that you get well, in, uh, no. in most. Well, most the fact products. that there was actually because because Bo did the whole thing. You know, he showed me the hey, peat balls. Take it all the way down. Yeah. Yeah, pulled out the you know, check out my balls. He did the whole story. <laughs> he did it all, and I was like, yeah. So and then I, and then I started to look at him. I was like, holy shit, those are fucking nutrient packed little things because it's just like you know perfect little round peat ball that you know a root's going to hit and just be like what you know what I mean it's not the same and and, and that's not including the peat itself I mean that's just extra bonus points that right. you're getting because these are like little concentrated nuggets and then uh, velvety and nice feel yep. to it and I was all you know what out we went down. We went down. But we're still being recorded on the audio. So, so we will still talk like we're, pretend like we're not talking, <laughs> but we'll talk, but we won't say anything so we don't lose anything. <laughs> it's just a bunch of jibber-jabber. Jibber-jibber-jibber. jibber we can jabber. And he puts his hands up. We'll be back on to the Terra. Yes. Whatever. I don't know. Um, what was that thing you were talking about that we need to get? That we need oh, to get? radio DJ. Radio DJ? No, I thought, it some, DJ. I thought it was something else. Some mixer or something? Oh, and then uh, Adobe Audition. Audition. Yeah. Audition. It's like their music. We're back. We're back. It's because New Millennium, man. You guys fucked it. Right? Yeah, well. See, I yeah, tried yeah, to put you in the mix and st- yeah, drive and fell out boom. and dropped. I don't know if that's anything <laughs> to do with your nutrient line, but <laughs> something just happened. Um, so uh, right now, because I, I, I hate to speak... Uh, Without knowing, but how many shops are you guys in? Because I've always said hundreds. You guys are in hundreds, hundreds. I'm not lying. Across the country? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. be like, no, dude, we're in I mean, we're, we're I not like, oh, I've said hundreds. We're definitely not Coca-Cola. We're not in every no. uh, corner shop. And if people want to get a hold of us, um, you can definitely connect with 5-8 Media uh, on Instagram, and we can put you with some people that are in the area. Oh, you got to spell 5-8. Oh, yeah, know, that's right. It's like P-Hive. Um, yeah. <laughs> P-Hive. <laughs> that's, we get that a lot. P-Hive. Uh, it's P-H-I-V-E, the number 8, 5 uh, uh, 8 um, so five eight media on Instagram, you can definitely connect with our media director. He'll put you in uh, in the right directions. And uh, but yeah, no, we're we're in a lot of places uh, across country. I mean, literally everywhere from Maine to California, Colorado, Florida, um, Michigan, Oregon. I mean, we're we've uh, we've got some great coverage. Um, but we you know we'd love some more. That's for sure. Uh, so anybody that's interested, <laughs> um, and. What states – did you guys have to get, like, uh, certified in every single state? or how that, that uh, We are definitely certified in every state that we're operating, and we're not certified in all 50 states because, as we all know, I mean, do you need to really be uh, certified in Iowa right now? Oklahoma. Probably not. Wyoming's a home run. Wyoming. <laughs> Watch out for Wyoming. They're, they're coming on strong. Is there, any, uh, is there any differences between them, or are they just because they all want money? Uh, everybody just wants money. Okay. There's yeah. no, there's no, there's, like, there's ones that are stricter. Like, oh, like California and Oregon oh, are much harder. Oh, yeah, Cali yeah. and Oregon are almost impossible. Yeah, those are Vermont is very, very difficult as well. Yeah. And how, and so you guys did pass in Cali and in Oregon? Yes. Yeah. 
That's good. So it shows that the product. Yeah, and that's the thing. We've been around for a long time. These things have been registered a long time. So now we're after not just it goes, to get when it's in the shops, there, then you guys walk around with syringes and put PGRs on everything and go. Yeah, that's right. We do it after. You're the, the magic PGR guys. <laughs> at you night. called the trick out. Man. <laughs> Damn it! I knew it. I knew. I already knew that's how everyone rolls. Like, Whatever, bro. Just get it on the shelves. I'm my fairy dust. Magic well, I'll get the fairy dust in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not a PGR you can just go get, man. It's one Neil made himself, dude. Oh, <laughs> man, right. Oh, good. No, he's definitely. I mean, Neil. Neil knows what he's doing and some interesting stuff as far as just the ratios and the chelation uh, technology, et cetera. I mean, it's it's definitely. I mean, again, just going back to whether it's you know cutting edges you mentioned or some, a lot of these other brands. I mean, we see this consistently, and I can say that on a personal level, I saw it, uh, the difference as well. Um, I would say that nutrients on the level of hierarchy are number five on the list. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have the other shit in line, your environment, your genetics, you as a grower, yeah. you'll never see the difference in nutrients anyway. Right. If you have those in line, um, you will definitely see. Well, it's difference. the same as CO two. It's like when people tell me like they're gonna get right out of the gate, they're gonna have CO two. I'm like, well, you have nothing to gauge that on. So how are you gonna know if you're doing good or bad? I'd like, I said I'd probably just do one run without, and then put CO two in, and then put it at like you know a certain level, and then boost it up on the third so when you're right. actually on the third grow because that's always when they start to do good like third yeah th third fourth fifth grow th that's when we should talk th anyway third and fourth you start to get like hit your stride and you're all hey now yeah because if first one you can do really good just because everything's fresh and clean and sure. sterile and it all worked and then you could just like the second one's always like you got a little bit of money uh, you're, you're kinda, good on the first you're one partying a little bit harder <laughs> and then yeah. sometimes I can wait the, to water till sometimes tomorrow. on the third one it's like it's either a complete and utter fuck up and then you're done like that's it at the end of story wipe don't ever try it again or you realize your fuck ups in number two and you come back or you're like on point and you're like you know what I, I don't need to go to that festi I'm good I'm, and then you like <laughs> stayed home and then yeah the shit worked out or you did the festi and, you, and your new roommate ripped you off or you know <laughs> so, I don't know what happened dude all the buds fell off the top ones and you know, <laughs> whatever there's like there's a million stories of oh, you know, people shit. just not knowing what the fuck they're doing and so yeah I think if you can get past the, the third one and actually yeah. then add full board because the thing is if you what always happens is people put co2 and then their plants go yellow and they're like dude everything died you're like what because you have to feed them like more. yeah you got they're and, raging and they're, they're like ah they're starving and you're just like uh you're feeding them the same and they're just getting yellower and yellower you yeah know? it's like uh and then if you try to feed them too much you know now you burned them all you know because so now they're all weak and it's, yep. it's yeah roller coaster exactly i yeah. definitely agree though man i've said for years that there's always going to be you know limiting factors in gardening and uh the co2 thing should be the very last limiting factor in the garden you know you don't better be fix everything else everything else is so point. dialed to where co2 is going to be beneficial you know what i mean yeah, yeah. right and typically, you're not even going to see the benefit anyway. And at the end of the day, everybody wants to run to 15, 1600, whatever. I'll tell you right now, look in the scientific literature, and they're going to tell you a C3 plant doesn't go higher than about 800 ppm. Yeah. So if you can get good mixing and put it at about 800 to 1000, plenty. Right. And it's a passive process. They're not sucking the shit in. Yeah, I know. I know. I've seen plenty of people running much higher than that. And. The plants are alive, but I don't think they're in them. And they're green as hell, obviously. Right. <laughs> and they're you know, burning, crisping, or whatever. But um, yeah, I think you know, the, the key is to always run it up to the point where you see a little bit of this. And then you go, boom, you bump it back. Everybody's good. And then yep. and then you'll find that you can even go less. Sure. Because almost everybody's running more than they need. Thinking they're gonna because everyone's got the baking syndrome, you know. Where you're just like, dude, if I could cook it at this, but if Everybody I cook it like there, and you think you can just push it a little harder, but it's like that's why everything's crispy. And then someone actually does a good job, and you're like, dude, what'd you do? You're like, fuck, I just 
didn't do as much. <laughs> I just, just normally like, backed it do. off a little. Yeah. yeah. No, no, that's the thing. I mean, and this stuff isn't, you know, you're not, it's not going to read off the charts. I don't feed it above about 2.2 EC, which is about 1,100 ppm mm-hmm. uh, on the 500 scale, just to be clear. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that it's very, very available. You don't have to run it stupid hot. Um, so, you know, it does, it does very, very well for us. Um, and again, any, any grower that's out there, people that are interested, people that want to try it out, we'd love to connect with you. Um, we'd love to put it in your hands. The proof is definitely in the pudding. Um, if anybody happens to be in the Portland area, I will be out there next week, um, at Bloom Garden Supply on Thursday, doing a little, uh, lecture series on basics of plant nutrition, including, uh, information on new millennium and playground. A uh, little shout out there. Uh, <laughs> we'll clip that later. I'll be like, All right, that was good. We're done with that. Uh, we're done with that. So anyway, I, we're, we're trying to get out as much as we can. I mean, it's a, it's a, we're a small company in a big world with, and you know how big these brands have gotten. Uh, it's definitely not uh, not easy, but we're we're making waves. Yeah, no, it's uh, a hard game because it's one of those things where, um, you know, plenty of people are making a shitload of money with it. And they definitely don't necessarily want everyone jumping on board. But no. the good thing is that you got you got big players in the background, which is awesome. Yep, we've got great people behind us. We've got a great chemist behind us. Yeah, um, and the shit works. I mean, it's uh, fortunately we're not selling snake oil, so we're not trying to make a sale and run away. The shit works. Right. You know, I got a, we got a question on there, which is interesting. Um, all right, about all the failures at the um, chalice because of neem cake. Everybody uses neem cake up in NorCal. Mm-hmm. Apparently everything that ran with that seemed to come up. Uh, oh, it all failed. Yeah, I saw failed. a ton of failures. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff um, uh, tested bad. Uh, and so what's the what's the specific question? Why is that happening? Well, I mean, I think it's just because, Cali, again, we're back to Cali being a stricter, sure. having stricter uh, – but neem cake, you ever heard any negative things about neem cake? Uh, I mean, no, no, I can't say I have. I mean, I but actually nobody's, that a little bit nobody's been testing, right? So now, again, one of those things that nobody's been testing. Now, how you know how does it translocate into the plant? That's what I'm curious about. If you're talking just straight neem cake and watering it in, how the? I mean, that's interesting. I mean, that's that's the question: is if you add neem to the the mixture, basically, it's yeah. it's well. Not good. Are you going to start failing tests if you're doing organic? If you're doing like an, uh, trying to do an organic. Uh, grow for let's say a legal grow. I mean, right. not, not. I mean, this is just because it's going into a contest, and so they're being right. And they're yeah, they're testing everything. And and that they fucked up. Well, I'm not saying they fucked up because they actually got eighty percent of their stuff last year was was mold because it was such a wet year. You know, I mean, it's like so right. we're having the the, the ebbs and the flows, the ebbs and the flows of the industry. And I think that's going to be the thing about Cali, which is uh, you know. As we all know, because we worked with Cali or been to Cali enough, and you can when anything here has got a certain amount of regs on it, you go there and it's like ten times as much. Oh yeah, not necessarily knowing how it is even operating at that point. You're like, so how can they do this? Because they seem right. to have it going on. But but uh, I think it's just because NorCal growers have been using neem cake forever, and it's not like a big you know. So and they're all right, it's standard. all yeah. Uh, I mean, and, but this is coming from all chalice which would be indoors mostly and you know uh light depths maybe if, right if you're lucky right now right yeah but that's even early for but for it, depths. but i guess it would be i mean i guess it would be the same as in azimax or azitrol same right i mean I, yeah as a direct and i mean I, and i guess i can translocate across the uh casparian strip get into the roots and get into the fruits i mean I mean, that's the issue. Yeah, no, yeah, no that, that makes sense almost. Right, right. And I mean, and that's, you know, what I always look at is like, well, how does it, 
you know, because there's a very specific process it's, it's, getting It's in, weird because you know? I uh, personally, I just kind of stepped away from Neem a long time ago just because of the don't really like, well, mostly because of extracts, you know what I mean? Because exactly. exactly. it gets exactly. into anything. It's kind of like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And, and even before that, it was with, with water hash. I didn't want to have Neem in anything when I had water because it was just like, if I saw any like kind of film on the top or something i'd be like oh damn it you know somebody's been using name and they told me (laughs) and that's the first question i'd ask did you guys use name on this they'd be like oh yeah but just in the beginning you know it's always like yeah 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 all right really the beginning like yeah you know then later you'd just be like you'd see it float up and you'd be like oh that sucks um and it it's like it's a situation of that it just gets into everything like it does not leave there's no victims behind, you know no. what I mean? Like, it just reached the smallest it's nasty, piece, the smallest I couldn't piece take the nasty. smell after a while. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting, though, cause because I don't use it and I don't miss it now. At first, when I used it, I was like, oh, this is like addictive because of the fact that it was like it was like shining your boots or something you know what I mean you go in your room and you come back an hour later they'd all look shiny Shiny. but then I noticed that it wouldn't last as very long and then you just have to reapply 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 and if you start doing that it's like now you it's kind of like this. it is a little bit like shining boots if I think about it because back in the day when I was in Civil Air Patrol and I had had to shine my boots to do it the real way was a lot of work and I was totally lazy, and I would go and get those fucking like roll on, like fucking whoop whoops, and I just like like, and I'd do that, and then I'd let it dry, and it'd be like yeah, it I'd walk in, shy. I'd walk in, and they'd be like, "Damn, done, your boots look shiny," and I'd be like, "Yeah, damn, done," and everyone else is all. <laughs> but then the problem was is that if you didn't fucking reapply that stuff, it would all crack and look terrible. So like, you'd be like a bad prom date or something like that. At the end of the night, you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta, oh. Go, I gotta go, sir." My boots are falling apart. And I'd get home and I'd have to wash that bitch off and then start again. Start again and roll that on again. Yeah. So it was kind of like you, you fucked up because you got, it was almost like working with, with, you know, synthetic, fully synthetic shit. Right. And having bugs. It's like candy and, bars. And, and then just, you're yeah. spraying something else to counter the bugs because the plants don't have, you know, it's the same, same thing. Mm-hmm. Shining boots, same deal. Yep. Same thing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, quite the analogy. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Civil Air Patrol. I, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't have. No, you wouldn't, wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I went through my phase. <laughs> I was ready to be the the. It's because of Red Dawn, dude. All that shit it fucked was, us up. It fucked our whole generation. <laughs> it fucked our whole generation up. There was Red Dawn and that fucking. There was a couple other movies that came out around that time oh, that uh, that were like, oh yeah, that's the shit right there, dude. And, then, <laughs> and, and that in Civil Air Patrol, the funny part was is that I was like the cadet of the squadron i like won all these awards and got to do what more than the rest of the kids because they were like okay don you get to go fly <laughs> fucking up in kc 135s next week i was yeah, like yes Damn, all right so you know get to refuel planes i was like fuck yeah, yeah and Take then it. yeah and then i uh went behind my friend's house i was uh, saying then cannabis came into your life yeah. go on well i already smoked before that i quit to go into civil <laughs> I, was fire. I was like 12 and i was like i guess i gotta quit smoking weed Damn and then First. uh and then uh i was like totally went to be like a dork like yeah, weed's bad you know what i mean and for a minute like even for like a second and i wasn't <laughs> and then it was like uh like a year later about a year about a year year and a half into that when i was like uh, 12 and a half 13 or something like that we went we were behind my friend's house and in the woods 
found some plants and then my friends were like hey adam you know what weed looks like right and i was like yeah it looks like it right and we like took some leaves and we like went home put them in the fucking dry in a toaster and fucking and smoked them and i was like yeah that's weed like, like, it wasn't <laughs> yeah. strong obviously it was just leaves and stuff but it was enough that we realized like oh shit we can go back out there we went into like garbage bag full at some point and just that was the summer we were like all right we quit we quit fucking everything besides all military shit just smoking weed now and we all wore like uh our fatigues to school like we're burnouts at that point and tie dyes underneath like bro we're fucking i'm like a fucking veteran now like i was like it was was pretty funny i went through everything in a few years like yeah it was quite the wow get it it over with yeah 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 when you can just like pretend and it's like it's over go home and you don't have to fucking deal with all the bullshit. Oh, <clears throat> you were a Cub Scout? Were you a Cub Scout? I, uh, Scout? I made it to Weeblos. Uh, <laughs> Weeblos. That's uh, not, that, not full-on Boy Scouts, <laughs> I don't believe. Do, yeah. do you have to make it to Weeblos? I, I, well, I, I mean, that's as far as I made it. It was like kindergarten. Okay. I think, we, think Weeblos is like, yeah, you just are there. And then you're like, just, all right. You just paid to show up. I think that's all uh, you need to be. I went to Weeblos camp, and that was as far as I made wow. it. In, uh in, in Boy Scouts. I was a little Cub Scout for a sec, man. <laughs> yeah. Did it for a Did few you years. Yellow? Did you have the yellow handkerchief? The whole deal, man. Yeah, the whole the, deal. With the, pin, with the thing, with the pin. And the thing. Yeah, oh, slide yeah. up. And the dead mother. I'm not going to say I did it past, you know, like, third or fourth grade or something but i definitely did it for a little bit yeah yeah uh, i did it even before that it was in queens in new york it was like the worst thing you could ever i was like so we're just like in this like little thing on the side of the road like it was just like yeah it was terrible there was no trees or nature (laughs) it's like this here is a maple yeah yeah it was weird it was like i was like i can't believe i'm like because i used to go to my grandmother's and she lives in rhode island but i was never there long enough to do that and I went to school in New York and stuff. And so I was like, okay, so when I was there, I was in nature and cool shit. And then I go back to New York and go and get dressed up and go down to Cub Scouts. It was like weird. And I was like, this is bizarre. It's like, I quit. <laughs> I quit. For, for <laughs> sure, no. man. No. So, several things, like looking back, I'm just like, damn, this is some weird shit. Man. I'm not this. <laughs> but it did, I mean, there there is a... There's, it's funny because near my mom's farm down south, there's the biggest uh, Boy Scout camp in North America or something like that. It's like huge, 5,000 acres. Damn. And I literally, every time I drive by, it's like I, I feel like an old guy because I'm like, yep, at night you can hear the squeals of a thousand kids out there being, <laughs> being diddled by the, <laughs> the camp master. You know what I mean? It's like, it just feels like it just has that vibe. Every time I drive by, I'm like... I wouldn't send my kid to that. That'd be weird. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't trust those fucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust the, uh, them. I the see them they pull in, well, they pull into town all the time. And you're always looking at I always look at the, the people who are running it. And I'm like, oh, no, man. It seems to be mm. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get you camping on a little bit different ways. Yeah. No, I, I, I definitely... Uh, I'm prepared do, when I camp, but it's in a little bit different way than the Boy Scouts do it. Speaking of that, do you guys do any um, – so has Millennium been uh, operated in any kind of bigger greenhouse facilities or any kind of larger outdoors? Is that even happening yet? Anybody put down the – So there, I actually have a couple different uh, outdoor grows going in uh, Maine uh, with okay. Millennium and uh, some – actually, so interestingly enough, some uh, some greenhouse and full-season uh, outdoor in Maine and then also – um, Hey, wait a minute. He's, he's a robot. Uh, and uh, Oregon, hit him, hit him. Oh, there it is. yeah, Oregon and Oregon and Maine. Uh, those are the two places right now. And I, th- there may be some people in Colorado, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, we are playing with it a little bit on a few things outdoors, but not like full program. I mean, because it seems to be a little, little bit 
cost restrictive for outdoors. Um, yeah, it's mostly like that. I mean, if you're talking like large scale, true full season outdoor. Yeah, no, no, I mean, you'd, you'd, for most people, you'd want to look at it a bit different way. Uh, your sure. ROI is uh, a little yeah. different in that situation. Is neighbors, neighbors, or maybe my landlady? <laughs> um, so. <laughs> But definitely like solid light up greenhouses, things like that. Yeah, we're yeah people are picking it up on it there, no doubt. And like, it's in, in, for example, somewhere in, like in Oregon, I mean, they have to declare what they're going to use months ahead of time, and they're even just applying for their licenses. So you better right. have your shit figured out. So a lot of guys that are getting hired in are kind of like, well, this is what we're using now. So you know, it's you got to make a decision on it. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I guess if you're doing light up, yeah, it's, it's, there's no real difference anyway. It's just no. it's just smaller containers that actually can be fed because yep, there's no point feeding an 800 gallon thing. With with a, with a seven part or a six part. No, 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 no. No, no. no you definitely want to. You'd want to. Well, I mean, at that point, we'd move over into like the like you were saying, like the Terra Grow or something like that. Sure. A one part or an AB or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's not really a goal of the company though to go any kind of big ag thing. No, no, just stay, no. Stick with kind of weed growers and kind of very much a boutique um, quality um, based company for sure. Any um, so any. Uh, uh, sort of movements on the east coast you said maine oh yeah maine rhode island speaking of rhode island we uh, actually move quite a bit of product in rhode island and then are down you, in the are you guys going to the boston show? are you going to be at the boston show no you're not going no nah, we're not going to the so boston I'll be show at the bo- i'll be at the boston show so anybody else you hear uh grow x no, not going on uh detroit did you hear that no. detroit canceled detroit man. is canceled anybody who's in san jose knows why huh <laughs> what just no no, no <laughs> there wasn't anybody fucking there it was horrible man. <laughs> it was yeah. the worst show i've ever been to right yeah well i mean it's it, it's Again, one of those things with, uh, gr- as we all know, because we go, and you can tell within usually the first 10 minutes, like, whether it's going to be a success or not. Oh, yeah. Um, 30 minutes before it opens up, you, you can tell. Yeah, and if the hype is there. And, the, and, and and I think that what the lack of most of the people that do stuff is the idea that it's not as interesting as it was five years ago. You don't just automatically get a sort of golden ticket because you're no. cannabis like over related right it used to be like all you had to do is be in town and, and all the cab drivers that. would be like did you hear about the weird thing and i was like this is like the big deal to them and then when i was in vegas a uh, couple shows that i went to that were you know eh, didn't really go mm-hmm. off so well and then i talked to the cab driver like oh that's funny didn't even hear about it this time you know it's like kind of like the it's getting faded to the point where yeah there's enough it's not new, as new and as a weed and thing, shiny and, and, weed thing. And, and it's like and, and the problem is you have to stand out the, the business one in in um that they do in uh the vegas one every yeah year, at the got, real you know when it got bigger and bigger and it was like it was pretty interesting because, like, <laughs> I always use him as my my. Uh, you know, uh, Gabby from uh, Garden Spout. In oh the, yes, Santa I definitely Rosa. know Gabby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Southern he's, Oregon he's in, like, in, in the Northern California. Yeah. yeah. So he's like my litmus test of if successful show or not. Because if he's happy, it's a great show because he's always like the kind of guy's hardest to make to please. You know, he's uh-huh. one of those guys just hard to please. Yeah. Great guy, but definitely hard. To, you know, industry person. All right, Gabby's um, been it forever. Always looking one of the for, first stores in Humboldt, I believe. Yeah. So always looking for the new product to, to rep or whatever. And he, he actually gave me a really good story, which is one of those ones where I repeated as many times as I can just to kind of like flame the guys from the company. Because if, if you're going <laughs> to, if you're going to rip somebody off, Expect people, yeah. To talk expect about, people to talk shit. It's um, your fault now. Which right. is that uh, Centurion Pro? Those guys, because the actual Centurion Pro is a real 
thing and it came from Canada and a guy from Canada was had the product already made everything was there he was doing it he didn't protect himself mm-hmm. uh, trademark wise and this other guy came from the States stole the name the concept the actual design Ooh. the logo <laughs> wow Damn. everything Can't everything steal much it. more than that everything about <laughs> right. it That's and, everything. and basically told him to go fuck himself type thing and then went to the cups and I saw him at the cup, and I was like, hey. And I called Gabby, because Gabby was the distributor for Centurion Pro. And the whole thing was, I was selling units through Gabby, like, for my friends. Like, I had a guy in Rhode Island who wanted one. So I'm like, Gabby, hook, my, hook him up. You know what I mean? So, right, right. so I sold about eight or nine units around the, around the States. And so I'm at the show, and I'm thinking, hey, I'll, get to go. I'll go meet the guy. And I go to the guy, and I'm like, yeah, I've sold about eight or nine of your units. And he's like, oh, yeah where and i'm like oh i did it through gabby and he kind of gave me like a blank stare you know what i mean so i was like hmm called up gabby like what the fuck's going on he goes oh those are the fake centurion pros and i'm like what the fake centurion he's like yeah there's a whole and he told me the whole story and i was like that is nuts because that just shows you how low people get <laughs> oh, you know and it was like a canadian fuck. guy the who actually centurion. <laughs> like, wait, what? And, and, and the crazy part about it was that okay so twister of course everybody's familiar with but they actually stole the design from the same centurion guy first right so they were the first guys to steal it and what they did was they stole the design and they made it cheaper yeah Mm -hmm. so he he was selling his for 20 grand and they came in at the market at like 14 grand or something like that right there you go then so oh for six grand less you can get looks like the same unit mostly the same a little few things were like less designed you know he had actually designed it a little smarter then uh then, so he came out with Centurion Pro. That was the first with Centurion. Then he came out with Centurion Pro, which is smaller, uh, cheaper, mm-hmm. and quieter, and had all these other features. So they, so he kind of backed it up. Boom! Now it went down to that. T- then they came out with theirs and went cheaper. And then at the same moment, these other guys came and snaked everything from him. So he got kind of double whacked. And then he's out of the game. The old, the old double whammy. Yeah, he got double whammied. <laughs> and you look at Twister, and they've got the new, 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 or whatever. It's supposed to be pretty tight, that new one, man. The T3. Or is it T4 now? What is it? Where are we at? The new one's the six? T7, T6. Jesus. Christ. T7. What is it, iPhone now? <laughs> what is this? T6. 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 Yeah. Pretty sure six is right. Okay, so, I mean, the no thing shit. is, and you know. I missed a few. Well, you know, and how, many, <laughs> how, much, how much those units cost and how many they've sold. And, you know, they. Mm-hmm. No, the T6 is an as expensive. It's a smaller one. That's for the in-home user under 20 lights. Yeah. How much is it? Um, I think it goes around 22, I think is what she said. 22 what? 22 large? We're looking at 22 racks? 2200. Oh, 2200. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. Not 22 racks. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ. 2200. We're supposed to be going down, not but, up. But at the end of the day, I don't give a shit. It all sucks. Because, I mean, you can't make good... Hash I, out yeah. of it. I don't trust anybody, even though they put it in slow and like that. Nah. That, that I, Green Brothers, I, I gave them a chance. I gave everybody a chance. I've, I've tried them. Like, sure. Okay, let me try. Sure. And I'm like, I can't believe I just did that. Like, I, my boy, I just know. butchered. Yeah, it just. Dist- my, I, to, I have to go back. And, I have to go back and clean it up anyway. Right. Oh, we're gonna smoke some gold, bro. We're smoking gold. Smoking Miley, gold. Miley Cyrus approved, bro. All right. Well, hey, this look, is before look, she quit look. smoking weed. <laughs> now she's totally lame and doesn't even smoke weed. But um, it's all blow now, man. Oh man! <laughs> so, well, well, the concepts so, on these are kind of cool. so. Twi- so yeah, trimmer wise, I pretty much boo everything. But at the same time, I understand how 
industry works and the fact that people are going to use them anyway. So I would say, yeah. Is take, there one that you were like? Uh, I mean, no, I mean, uh, I mean, I can't say no, one. I don't know. One. No, I, I can understand if you're going to sell it all wholesale and you're going to get like eleven hundred bucks a pound, and you can't afford to pay somebody to trim it because that just would be like. Ask, it'd be already a hundred and something bucks right out of the gate. You know, no matter how little you want to pay them, the less, right. you, less you pay them, the worse they trim. Yeah. You know, there's just never, it's never, it's slower a, they go. It's a no I win am. situation. There's, like, <laughs> there's no the way, you, there's no way you're going to get them to trim it really good, not pay them a lot of money and get a good price. You know, just, just all those things don't happen. So you're going to get a shitty price anyway. People are getting like the other day, uh, another friend of mine was, uh, who makes hash here locally. Who's like, you know, receiving, product went down to the place to see what they were doing because they were getting this shit and be like it's terrible like what are you doing right and they go down there and they're literally it's a greenhouse that's not that's not even taking fan leaves off they're just running it through with like, are you fucking they're not even dealing they said it takes too Damn. much time not even big leafing no running it through and then they were wondering because they wanted to get all the weight you know what i mean oh, oh we're gonna get all this weight it's like so you got like hundreds of pounds of fucking fan leaves that are shredded up inside of there that just ruins the product so he obviously like refused he obviously refused it right and they couldn't understand why and he was just like dude you can't do that and then showed them because the other problem too is that there's so much de-waxing involved then if you're going to make right. oil that by taking out x amount of fan leaves you have to like de-wax that much less you know what i mean right. so there's like all these other like bonus reasons why you definitely don't want to do that yeah, that shit's compost i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> well at the end of the day like the, the difference between good quality weed and bad quality weed a lot of times is the handling is the mean? processing it's, is the it's, end it's that totally can fuck it up you know because again like you know uh what i also noticed with this other place that i was checking out the other day was that they were running their dry rooms were pretty warm you know what i mean like the dry room was about like felt warm when you opened the oh yeah, no 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 and i'm like what's no, going no. on here i'm like no, no. you know warm so I, you know i'll go through all that process and make it all good and then put it through a warm room to Just dry torch it it's like that's no, not as i say dries about four days too fast yeah. it, it traps a bunch of chlorophyll and cellulose in there and just yeah that's that's how you turn good weed into bambrass shit yeah because i was like hmm, you know normally I keep my rooms around 65 or so or 60 to 65 and to kind of like slow that shit down as much as possible and when you actually uh feel warmth <laughs> it's already got to be too much you oh, know what i mean for sure, for sure. dude for even sure. if you're in air conditioning what happened fell apart uh yeah yeah <laughs> gold's not known for its gold's not known for its, its stickiness yeah it's you know huh. yeah no, 24 karat gold wedding agent good. gold wedding agent is what we need now Right. 24 karat gold wedding agent. <laughs> you can harvest it at the end. You just come back and recycle it all. <laughs> sell it. Be like, well, the crop sucked, but I got a lot of money at the metal scrapyard for my soil. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I don't know why so many people put all the time and effort into it and then just uh, throw it through a trim machine or just let it uh, turn into shit. And just like we're saying, I mean, commercials, commercials, uh, boutique is boutique, man. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm not... And even going back to, yeah, your question, I mean, really our focus is high-quality boutique. It's not trying to get in the biggest gardens in America. There's plenty of other people for that. There's no doubt about it. And we believe that there's, you know, slices of the pie, and we'll we'll go for for what ours are, you know? Yeah, and then wasn't – was Terrapin still using that stuff or no? For sure, yep. man. Yeah, yeah. We have. I mean, we have a number a couple, of a couple decent sized gardens. Yeah, we have another uh, a number of decent sized indoor gardens. Just as yeah. far as somebody going, you know, true outdoor with it. I mean, let's, you know, why? 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't expect. I mean, the whole point of outdoors is having good soil to begin with, and then really thinking about the, absolutely what you're going to add to yeah, it. Yeah, soil biology. I mean, it's much more about that. Yeah. Just a little bit of guano, a little bit of kelp, and you're good. And you know, pretty much, if everything else is in check, you yeah, shouldn't, you shouldn't need much more. You know, what I mean, you might need a few of the little boosts here and there, but for the most part, you should be able to get one. What, what happened right. here? We got a loss. We got a loss. We, that's yeah. a lot of gold, bro. <laughs> wasting, wasting gold. Man. Wasting gold. That's there. Yeah. You saw, like, the Jap- Japanese would uh, drink gold and have all sorts of, like, they, they loved it. Like, they thought it was really crazy. Yeah, that's their, that was a trendy thing there for a while. Damn, oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The gold. Very thing. good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for you. They would just straight up drink it for real? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> trendy. It was more decadence than anything, just like this. I mean, this actually has some science behind it. If you think like, okay, it's no, I can't imagine there's no paper though. How do they? That's, I mean, that's that, or that's their, that's the whole. Claim. That's their claim. Yeah, that's the thing is, is obviously the metal won't burn and just the. And you can see it. Look on the ash there, Adam. It's, you can see like the gold, mm-hmm. like on the ash. It's kind of wild. I mean, the it's science behind it's interesting. True. I say that. Am I going to be rolling gold doobies every day? Keeping that no. with that ass, like. Oh yeah, it's like a space doobie, basically. Space. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, <laughs> it's a novelty thing. For sure. I mean, again, it's it's uh, horribly overpriced. Um, it's four bucks a sheet, basically. Uh, it's oh, going to be significantly more than I that. I think it's more than that. Is yeah. it? Really? It's like 20 or 30 bucks a pack for two of them or something stupid. That pack, I think, is like 24 or 25 bucks. Yeah. I got a <laughs> very good shop of ours over at Michigan, Premier Hydro. Definitely shout out to them. Shout they, out uh, to Premier. They uh, kicked me a pack of them and said, check them out. So uh, I did, and I was I was pleased. Nice. Yeah, no, they're definitely, I mean, it's it's interesting, it's cool, and I like the science. Uh, so, so since we're doing a shout-out, a big shout-out to Ohio Bob for getting me this piece via Soapman, which is pretty dope. Uh, it, was, uh, it was for my birthday, and Soapman Ooh. gave it to me, and it was funny because when he pulled it out, I was all thinking, looking at it, and, 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 he go, and before he could say anything, before I could say anything, he's like, uh, yeah, he studied in Egypt. I'm like, no fucking kidding. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I wouldn't imagine. You I don't say. I can't imagine that he studied. No, but he, he studied actually in Egypt, uh, perfume bottles. So that's cool. pretty cool. And he lives in Ohio. His name's Ohio Bob. And I, it's uh, Ohio Bob on Facebook. There you go. That's Ohio easy. Bob. That's easy enough. Easy enough. And this one's kind of got some slime, it looks like, in there a little bit. And uh, it's a little bit of texture, which is kind of dope. So you don't get it. Some grip, some yeah, grip. A Gives grip. a good hit, and the thing I like about it is you can actually see what the fuck's going on. That's yeah, you're, you're you're far enough away uh, from it. Yeah. I, well, yeah, you're far enough away, and actually, it's like I like what even back in the day, my whole thing was whenever I had a bong, if I couldn't see the bowl, it pissed me off. Like I'd be like, what the? You're over here. And now with the dabs, it's even worse because you got some pieces where you like you're literally kind of reverse trying to drop it into something, and you, like, you can do it yourself because you do it all the time. And every time you hand it to somebody, they just like. Stab himself in the face. <laughs> yeah, you're liable now. Why do you have to get stabbed in the face? What happened over there? Not exploded, it looks like. Yeah, it's... Uh, it went through some major, major... Yeah, things. it's... Uh, it's yeah. run its course for sure, but it was, uh, it was, it was all, a good joint. It was great while it lasted. <laughs> um, so, speaking of 5.8... Yes. You guys are uh, repping about five companies or something like that? Or four companies? Uh, more, yeah, I mean, like three or four. Yeah. Three or four. Three I mean, four. The, the main ones, we've got a couple of little side things. Some of them, like we have silicium, which is a, a fantastic silicic acid, but it's not um, registered everywhere like some of our other stuff is. So that's mainly a Colorado product for gotcha. us. Um, New Millennium Nutrients, of course, which we're here talking about, Plager Nutrients, and Papillon Lighting. Great. So, uh, and the Papillons, I got finally got a chance to work with some of them, so that's good to... 
Excellent. Great lights, great lights. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's interesting because every time I go to a facility, I can see potential sales of, of those particular lights just because I know that everybody, uh, the main thing is getting a computer form. If you don't have a computer form, they're not going to do it because that's, that's all they talk about. Yeah, that's what people want. They all want to hear about the computer that you're going to tell them is way better and more robust. And why is it better? And, yeah, well, apparently it sounds like whatever's in the works sounds no, better. No, we, it is. What, what we've got coming is definitely, I mean, and these guys are the real deal. I mean, yeah. again, you you know, you would know a lot of the players that are involved in it because they are the original um, um, people that were developing lighting in Holland, in, in glass houses. So yeah. it's it's. Well, it's yeah, they, they, you can tell because the name is terrible. That's how you know they're old school. <laughs> so you know they're real. Right, yeah, right. once you get a name that really is like, really, E. Papillon, like that is not a name it's of... Hard to spell, hard that, to say. It's uh, hard to... E. Papillon. E. Papillon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't really... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. hard. Yeah. So anyway. it's got to be good. It's, so it's, it's be so good. bad, it's got to be good. Yeah, you point, couldn't right? survive if you had a name They like do that. make good lights. Yes. <laughs> they do make good lights. <laughs> yeah, well, even Potlamp was like, I used to go like, because I'm back in Holland, you know... I used to call them the pooters. Oh, they get those fucking pooter lights in there. Pooters, poots, poot, poot light. You know, and they'd be like, it's poot. It's poot. Poot, poot oh. right. I just call it poot. Poot. You know, so <laughs> it was like, uh, but you see them now with repping at shows. And when I go by the booth, I can't help but see how, we eat. like, in a way, people come in, they, they don't. Like, they're now having to compete just on price. That's all their deal is. Like, ah. you know, it's just price, price, price. And, I mean, they're still decent lights, but I don't think they can handle the the kind of, like, use that we're using them. You know what I mean? Because as much. Because they've always been in greenhouses, which guys are, like, barely pushing things. You know what I mean? They like, they don't have the near the numbers. Mm-hmm. Or so it's, like, it's kind of a rough one when you uh, – because I, I, because I, when I, you know, I always like overhear conversations. Of course, I'm listening, and I heard guys with 65 percent failure rate. You know what I mean? Ooh. On on some shit coming out. No, not necessarily saying it's potent lamp, but could have been their bulbs, could have been their things, whatever it was. It was something. It was something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they were like, "Yeah, that could happen." You know what I mean? And it's like, should never happen. Like, uh. you know? And I think that's a lot to do with them not being able to keep up. And replacing parts with bullshit, you know what I mean? Because for sure, man, like you're saying, yeah, the Papillon's a commercial light. It has Gore-Tex seals on it. Yeah, uh, all Philips technology. There's there's no bullshit in it, man. They're, they're a commercially driven light. It's not it's not made as a hobby unit. Yeah, and then that's where you know when you see like miles of greenhouses, and you go like, oh wow, that's fucking like. Of course, right away we're all oh, imagine it was all weed. We're like, no, <laughs> you can't because yeah, it's yeah. too much fucking work, and <laughs> you, yeah, know, yeah, no. you don't. You need a tenth of what they can do. But because they're turnovers every four, you know fourteen days, and they can automate everything, and it's not a problem. It's not a long cycle, right? Like, right. You know, so there's you know reasons not, but at the same time, uh, it's getting to the level where we're getting some you know acreage and you know serious sized. Oh, there's some serious farms, some serious greenhouses out there. Oh, yeah, says, no sure. doubt. Yeah. I mean, our buddy Short down in, in Arizona with his, he gets quoted all the time. You know, just because people are like literally locals there are scared of their facility where they're telling everybody not to buy from them and stuff. You know, like, don't buy from that facility because it's, they're, they're so big, they're going to take over. And it's just like, you know, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you just take over if your weed's good. That's the only right, right. That, only I mean, it's the only if way. it's good, they yeah. will come. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. But people do get scared when they see large, large scale grows that are, you know, in the 
acres. Right. Well, glass. I want to say the largest, at least legal or semi-legal outdoor grow in the country last year was in Pueblo County. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is a, under glass, so this is even totally, more, yeah, yeah. more impressive when you're like, ooh, acres oh, under absolutely. glass. Oh, absolutely. No, no, they definitely had some, what was it, like a 30,000 plant thing or something yep. like that? Yeah, 30,000 plants. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but that was a CBD farm, too. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. we're not talking, we're not talking high quality flower. And that's... Again, where you're kind of like, okay, if there's guys growing 30,000 outdoor plants, you know, and where's the bottom of it? How's that market going to, you know, pan out in the long run? Right, right. Where does it go from here? Uh, Especially because of the fact that when we were working with isolate and distillates and things like that, it starts to get sort of science fiction at that point you know because yes now you're just now we're moving crystals and things they're like yeah it gets very and 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 those are things that can be manipulated even further and i heard some interesting stuff recently where i was just like really okay this this is the future there's going to be no need i mean not to say there's no need for plants but if you only want thc and cbd can be totally done yeah that can be done that can be like they have this seeding process where they Take one gram and break it down, and grows more crystals because crystals grow crystals, and no way. turn that into you know nine hundred grams, and you know, it's like oh okay, interesting. <laughs> so that's crazy, man. So the the future is weird, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. When it comes to cannabis and hash and things like that, it's going to get, it's it's all going to be the, the, the terpenes you can't do this with, of course, and that's where the f- plant needs to produce all those. But when it comes to THC crystals and that's crazy. I, and, uh, that's wild shit. You know, so that's that's stuff where you know I'm I'm hoping to get. I'm hoping my friend can actually crack the code on this one because he's been told this you know by somebody, which was kind of like okay, I like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Go like, on. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> tell and we were talking more. about it the other day, and I looked into it, and it was like okay, this is definitely a thing that happens in the industry. So, you know, it's, it's they're not you know any angle to not have to work with plants. That's the way they're going to want to do it, right? Sure. Right. But the cool part with the plants, you notice it here at the 5 Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. You hear the hours like, 5 o'clock. What the hell is going on around here? <laughs> the whole place starts to rumble around 5 because of next door's uh, happy hour that they do. Ba-boom. Ba-ba-boom. Yeah, exactly. Um, you guys, besides rosin pressing, you guys into any other uh, extraction well, I mean, I'm, I definitely like some, I mean, some great old school, just straight water hash. And again, yes, that, that, sir. You know, that's the way to go. And uh, I got a good friend of mine, uh, uh, the Hold hash on. doctor up there that does a really just fucking great job. It's, it's, the whole thing about it is if you, um, if, if you set up your place really clean, right? Mm-hmm. Nice and clean work, work zone. And you have a flow that actually makes sense. And you have ice on hand and a big old, you know, lots of freezer space and, you're not all hampered by sure. you know trying to like oh, go out and get ice. And that's where it all goes wrong. Like once once you like run out of what you need and you're, like you're, you're sending people fucks. out and your yeah your timing is off. And the whole key is just moving, moving so fast. Not really so fast, but moving quick enough that you're annoying is basically the key. Like right. As long as you're an annoying person, like get out of my way, get out of my way. Like you're in a, like in a restaurant or something. Ah, get the fuck out of my way. Oh, stressed <laughs> out. Behind. If you're like that, you're probably a good hash maker because that's usually the kind of guy who actually gets the shit done. Whereas if you're like the opposite, where you're just like. Whatever, bro. Just put it over there. Just put it over there. And nah, nah. Hash is an artist because everything yeah. moves. Well, the whole thing is, is it, it, it's it's less art and more neurotic fucking like timing person. That's what you really got because the whole thing is if you're mm-hmm. not on it, your shit kind of re like it, it'll get, it'll separate real nice, and then uh, 
uh, like it'll separate real good, but then it's like it'll go right back to where it was, right. you know. And and it's like uh, if you if you uh, miss that window, you'll never get it back again, you know. It's like, right, ah, right, it's right. Back to itself. Totally. No, and we we've always really focused on short washes. A lot of people in conventional always seem to be back in the day. It was like do this, you know, big long wash. But but what happens to the end of that? Like the last little bit that you really don't want. That's what goes in and fucks up everything. So we really focus on short washes, and then you're always really checking the quality of every wash. You know what I mean? And that last one, it don't go in the fucking batch. It hits the fucking deck. Like you're saying, you can't get greedy, man. You just have to toss the stuff that's you not just, the cream. You, you got to toss, yeah. I mean, you only got to take the cream. And if you do that, I mean, this whole bubble hash thing, boy, that got bastardized quick, right? There's a few things that people can really make to high-quality um, bubble and, and even dabbable water hash, but it ain't easy. Um, it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you got to have the right flow. And, and even uh, uh, a good f- a friend of mine that I work with, he definitely learned a lot and, and has melded some te- uh, techniques off of Frenchie and uh, some of his stuff and the way that he does, which is actually a little bit, it's not no ice, but less ice and mm-hmm. short washes and, and heat presses and, and, and some of that treatments afterwards. And, man, it's right. something to be said. I mean, it's old new world kind of smashed together a bit. Yeah, no, Frenchie's uh, machine's pretty dope. And the, and the thing I've been surprised is that it never even, like, people didn't go in that channel before where it's, like, refrigerated containers, right. controllable temperature. I mean, that seems to be the most obvious. Right. There's no reason to have ice, you know what I mean? Cause right. Because the problem with ice is that it's, it's one temperature and it kind of goes down. Yeah, it goes up for a second. Yeah, you know, oh, now it's perfect. Oh, it goes down. You know, you're always on the flow. Yep, yep, Whereas yep. if you just had it where you dialed it in, it'd be like, all right, it's pretty, we're there. Just below, you know, just above freezing, so it can move still, but it's right there, mm-hmm. and everybody's happy. You know what I mean? Compared to, like, yeah, just nobody really thought that way. Everybody was just kind of like focused on the reconverting washing machines, which isn't really the. It's not really the way the to best go. flow anyway. Well, and and what's interesting too is everybody just acted like for so long that it was so easy, and that was the advantage of it. I'm like, fuck you. Same thing. It's like you can grow a plant. I can get you a little brick yeah. of quote unquote hash. Okay, I'm going to smoke for shit. It's not going to taste for shit. It's going to be, you know, um, just a little brick of nothing very pleasant. Yeah, good hash is hard to find on that level, man. Good, good water, like good bubble, you know what I mean? It's hard to find. And the hardest part is storage, and uh, it goes off real fast. It kind of gets a, we used to say it gets like a wang to it, you know what I mean? After like a little bit, like at first it's like mm. perfect, and then the, literally day to the next, you know what I mean? Like your friend comes over and you want to show it to him, and then it, Feels, God, a little, feels a little weird that it just doesn't taste the same and it doesn't and the problem is too a lot of people don't dry it properly it'll bubble but it's not necessarily steaming you want the bubble that it's actually dry enough that it's just it's the oil that you know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of like people get miss it's like how good weed straight off the plant where if like if you had it for like it's been drying just enough it burns barely tastes awesome that same weed the next day could ugh, got nothing left, you know. And you're sure. Like, uh, it's just because it was that magic moment where all the terps were in there. Yeah, it was all there. Nothing had volatilized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it was gone. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, so yeah, that's like a. Um, it's kind of a a reason why I feel like now uh, live resin is kind of the future for for sure. flavor for like what people are going to want capturing maybe. exactly what we're talking about yeah. in that moment in time yeah. and just saying boom and so i think if you're going to build any kind of facility or if you're going to get into the game you pretty much go for a 
place that has a shitload of refrigerators already. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? There's this ice cream shop that's just going out of business down the road. I'll take Boom. it. You know, it's like yeah. something along those lines because it's it's more your freezer space is going to dictate your quality and your quantity or whatever at that point because there's pretty much no reason to dry wheat unless you're going to be making seeds or doing something else. There's no reason to dry it, to break it up, to make it more. No, to make it look smokable. No. Chlorophyll-y and broken down. And, you know, so the idea is to captured at the best moment and if it's all tight buds it's also not the greatest because now it's all inside and you haven't quite broken it up so right but if you break it up too you know there's like this sweet spot for everything <laughs> yep no and, doubt and uh, when you do live it's kind of like there's you know you avoid all those sweet spots and you just boom bam, bam. you know do it proper yep no we again we've been real real big fans of uh of the rosin i do love uh you know the hash artisans that are out there that are really still keeping that uh tradition alive but uh, I do love the, uh, the the profiles, the immediacy of of rosin, and then just the, the the ability to just be like, boom! I've got some fire flower, and I want to smoke some fire rosin right now. Yeah, no, it, and that is for personal. I see, like it, it should be like everybody should just have one in their garage type deal, and right? They can kind of just like a vice press. Everybody should have a rosin press. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, it's it's immediate and you don't have to think about the whole curing process and all that having said that though there is on a health factor not 100 not totally convinced i'm like kind of like feel like some rosin seems very lipid heavy and sure there's like i feel like i'm kind of glad i missed the whole like i gotta smoke it all day every day every day oh shit you mean it's got a lot of, oh well maybe i shouldn't Uh-oh. like because i felt like it didn't say to me you're like the same as water hash. Water hash, you know, and it is funny how back in the day everything it was like a flame was not a problem. <laughs> People understood you needed that flame to make right. it work because it didn't taste as it didn't taste the same. Like right now, if you take good bubble, take good bubble hash, throw it on a fucking nail, it tastes like shit. You know, like yeah. the same stuff if you smoked it in a bowl. You, oh, yeah, you taste yeah, it. Yeah, so like, it what the fuck's going on here? Like it's like the opposite of what you'd expect. But there's very rarely do you find bubble that tastes a very a couple times you'll get certain one it got, kind of does it at the right way but for the most part it's like it need, that actually needs a flame to to get the flavor which is strange strange but you know so it doesn't really true f- yep and and so kind of that's where that's why bubble's not as popular i think right now because most people don't even have a fucking water pipe left anymore because they only <laughs> smoke out of their rigs so dabs. Like, <laughs> it's just like oh well, if you can't smoke it in a dab i can't Fuck smoke it, it you know yeah. what I mean? it's like oh shit but some stuff just doesn't taste good. It's like weird. Yeah, no, no. I'm just still a fan of good, you know, good old school flour. Just rolling up a nice, you know, nice joint and smoking flour. So, flour. Yeah, for me, flour, but also a good bubble. If people appreciate it, is awesome too. Oh, like, it's amazing. It's just like, hard to find. It's hard to get, and hard to work. even have people to. It's a lot of work. That's that's what it is. That's all it is. Really, it's a shitload of work. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that uh, I was saying earlier. Is like you always get the one guy. It's like ah, you are perfect because you like you. You're, you got, you know, you're not going to get stuck on, because I, I had the heads one guy used to work for me, and it was funny, because he would be like, didn't matter what he was doing, uh, if, if a certain TV show was on, he would go, he'd have to go to watch, you know, either watch it or record it, and I was like, we're in the no. middle, we're in the middle of a project, you know what I mean, like, oh, and he was from Oklahoma, so it made it even worse, and he was like, <laughs> he'd go like, I gotta, and it was, even the shows made it even worse, because he was into like, Dawson's Creek, right? You're this, fucking. This is an adult male. Damn. This is an adult man, right? He's like, 
I gotta go. Dawson's Creek's coming on. I gotta record it. And I was like, I went. This is one day when we were moving. I was in the middle of moving. I was I had like all shit on a big giant weight. I was like hanging on to it, and he was the biggest guy in the, right. in the thing. So he was like, I gotta go. Oh, I gotta go. To Dawson. I was like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? You know? It's like, yeah. So. <laughs> wow. Well, and again, even going, it's an attention to detail. The, the 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 guy that I know that does it their best, he's literally graduated from the Culinary Institute of America. He's an excellent chef. He really knows, like, it's process. You know, he really understands process. And, and I think there's, and in fact, for, for that uh, matter, a lot of the great breeders out there are former chefs and understanding process um, like that. Good hash makers, good breeders. Um, it's, it's interesting. A lot of them have come, you know, out of that world. And it's like, it's that patience of knowing that what I'm doing right now isn't going to be exactly what's in the next step and are saying there's got to be a process of steps to get to the end point and not worrying too much about being in the middle of it and not looking exactly like what you thought it would be well yeah and the, uh, as far as the chef analogy and stuff i mean that's where you know uh you didn't really like you don't want to go in the kitchen sometimes <laughs> like, you're right. like you know what stay the fuck out of the way just 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 give me the food and like ah look looks so good but you don't you know right. same same with uh Real grows, you know, like at mm-hmm. the end of the day, like you'll see the ones that are all surgical and look great, can't produce one tasty thing sometimes. And then you <laughs> go to the one where it's a little sloppy or, you know, but the guy right next to the chicken coop, but the guy knows what's up and <laughs> it's banging it out, and it's like, oh my God. And that's like, you know, that's how, I mean, that's the only part that, um, you know, I think right now with, with go to even go back to the whole new, new millennium since you're on the show, right? That's my only thing about it. Like, I wish it was. I wish there was a hundred percent organic version that would run parallel with it. That I could like, like kind of like how the dipshits do with theirs. But you think, you know, as far mm. as like, yeah, okay, I don't know. I still can't use it. I don't care if it's organic. I'm not using it. You know what I mean? But uh, that's something I would hope. That you, I don't know if you can because maybe some of the products just don't work. I mean, the organic millennium. I mean, who knows, man? Yeah, I'd, it would be just a great like since you're not since you are for more boutique and right and. Uh, and smaller yet higher quality growth and right. stuff like that it would be you know if it's 30 percent more expensive okay you know whatever just but if you can market be, yeah but if you can market it properly i mean you know yeah yeah it would be nice i mean i just feel like because that's that's the number one question i get because people expect it because of the show they're like so it's organic right and i'm like well well i mean it's got really. organic elements it's partly organic yeah i mean there's there's a lot of great the, organics in there but and is of it course, organic no right and of course you know depending on who you're talking to there's, I'm sure, you know, you you could you could probably put it on paper and make it sound much more organic than it even like, sure, is in a sense by just breaking everything down. Where, I mean, how many? Because it seems like there's always like certain things you can't pass without it having that boost. You know, what I mean, the synthetic boost to kind of make it work. Sure. <laughs> and then you got the other products, which doesn't matter all the way down, down the line. Even like Playground is like that, where you feel like at first it's going to be like real cami because of just the colors of the packaging and right. stuff like just the way that is presented and then you start looking into it and you're like oh it's like kelp and, you know what i mean it's right. like it's it's actually pretty pretty damn yeah. good you know as far yeah. as the basis of the nutrients and stuff it's not it's not just like oh a b simple salty super what you know mag one you know one right. si- one side mag and the other side all your others and like you know obviously the same formula as the other ones and uh surprisingly I wouldn't say gentle, but pretty, pretty non-aggressive. Yeah, no, it's smooth. It's smooth. Yeah, it's clean so for smooth. sure, man. Yeah, it's, very clean. It's very clean for the for as synthetic as as it is as we're saying, you know. Well, and again, you know, there's always what's listed on the bottle and what's registered, and then there's you know some you know some other fun things that are typically uh, 
uh, thrown in there as well. I mean, a lot of these guys are also trying to uh, protect their recipes based on different chelates that they put in there. So, you know, if you were to try and look into them, you might think it's one thing when, in fact, it's something totally different. It's really the uh, creating the mode of action and creating the uh, the pop, the oomph, you know. Right. So it's, uh, it's I mean, the I mean the nutrient world's crazy, like you say. It's like I went in one day and a guy says, I need a new nutrient like I need a hole in the head. And I told him, that's great because I got two for you. <laughs> so <laughs> it's tough out there sometimes. Well, and people don't realize, uh, you know, well, especially when they do realize their bottom line because that's the guy's paying the bills, of sure. course. And it's hard to get people to switch on anything just because if it, they feel like it's working, why fix it? You know? I, and we get that. And, and uh, but if you uh, but but if you can get people to even see like a ten percent increase in their like quantity, let's say, is one of the things. But if you can get the guy who's growing it and or processing it to understand them, the quality, then sure. I mean. It all just kind of trickles down real quick. Definitely. Like, and, and that's the thing is if you can you can produce all you want, the the stuff that looks great or, you know, or, or has the bag appeal. Like the marketability, used, yeah. It used to be. And now, of course, for the wholesale market, I mean, bottoming, you know, bottoming out the way it is, there's almost no reason to grow good quality weed because you're like, so I'm getting like eleven to 1300 or I can make a hundred. Yeah, what's more? the what's the difference? Yeah, like it's a two hundred dollar <laughs> difference right there. And there, there's like, there's a couple guys out there that are actually smart. That are actually, I wouldn't say well, I don't know about smart, but they're actually got a, a way to to bring up the people. And that's like because everybody's so fixated on like THC quantities and stuff like that. And there's like one guy out there who's buying a wholesale who still pays like twenty six, twenty eight hundred, if your stuff is over thirty percent. You know what I mean? And people are dying, like, ah, trying, like, and of course it has to be from the same lab and all this stuff. Right, right, right. But, but, but then it won't pay, but it'll still pay 1300 if it's 29 or 28 or, you know what yeah. I mean? So, <laughs> so it's one of those, like, there's not, there's no sliding scale. It's just right. above this mo- point and I'll pay you almost, literally almost, you know, double at that Double. Point. You know, more than double. So it's like, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird. But anyway, that's how people are, are and then I think it should just be based on weeks, and people should start growing 12 and 14 and 16 weekers again, mm-hmm. and then get paid more money for it, and have less plants, and not be stuck in it, because it'd be like, well, I paid 14 weeks rent, 14 weeks of power, 14 weeks of this, 14 weeks of yeah, that. Yeah, not a bad idea. Actually. No, it's, it's not. I used to feel the same way when I was on the farm. I had 180-day celery. Still got two bucks. Right. Still got fucking two bucks. Right. So yeah. I, mean, I feel like it should have been like, the most expensive shit on the farm. It was on there longest. Right. Uh, well, that's what I feel like with cannabis is pretty obvious because people are on the turnover. So if you say, hey, I'm going to take this room and I'm going to produce X amount more than I normally would because of these long flowering plants, but you're going to lose, you can almost go double on your, you're going to go one and three quarter cycle on right. cycle. So you have to see, you won't be double, but you'll be more, but you can charge. But if you could charge more, people would do it. But now, because nobody will charge more, they're kind of stuck on this yeah. whole, like, which does suck, which, which, which just means it's all eight weekers, all eight weekers, all eight weekers. I mean, you talk to any of the commercial guys, it's like, eh, it doesn't fit in our garden. It's not eight weeks. Right, which is sad. Or they're, gonna, sad. or they're going to make it an eight weeker. Or they're going to make it an eight weeker. Yeah, yeah, that's. Well, and that's where concentrates actually obviously come into the play where people don't mind harvesting a week early or two weeks early because right. they're like, oh, well, you know, their yield is less than 5% difference right. and it's brighter, you know, because right. it's not, not as much amber in there. So, 
the tricks of the game. Oh, yes. And that's yes. the problem. As is we lament. Well, we already knew that would happen. Like, anytime I hear of a corner being able to be cut, it's like, that is going to be the norm. You know what I mean? As far as, like, well, if you can do it a week early, of course. Boom. Week early. You Done. Know? And uh, so you hardly ever see anything to fruition anymore when it nope. comes to concentrations. Like, unless it's just a fucked up crop. You know what I mean? Where they're like, ah. Send it to the concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> Send it to the concentrate. That's uh, true. It's true. So uh, we are at like 530, which is kind of, you know, normally we never know. If we have like a plethora of people, we go three hours. But I think we covered most yeah, of our no, no, bases. No, it's been good. No, it's been, I think it's been um, a great show. If you guys got like all this, is, this is a big shout out moment. Mm. So give out. Uh, yeah. Go for your uh, new millennium shout outs and except for Bo. <laughs> no no shouts to Bo. No, we'll do him last. We'll do, we'll do him last. Uh, um, you know, again, uh, we're here representing New Millennium Nutrients. We appreciate all the guys that are out there um, across the country that's supporting us. Anybody that's interested, definitely get a hold of us. We'd love to work with you. We'd love to put some samples in people's hands. Any of your listeners, uh, get a hold of 5-8 Media. First five guys to get a hold of uh, Sammy Boy, we'll uh, send you out a pet bag. How about that? And a pet pack is, what's a pet pack? Uh, it's actually, uh, it's all nine parts of it. It'll do about a four-by-four four table for you. Retails for about $400. Uh, it's definitely not a punk-ass sample. It's uh, it's a nice. It's all nine pieces and extras of awesome. uh, the stuff that you use more of. It's basically anybody who's listening who thought they were only getting two and they got that, and then they'll know what we're talking about, right? Right. Perfect. <laughs> Those are cool. Those are good. Yeah. And uh, I think it's also nice whenever you see somebody, like, with those psychopaths, I'm always like tripping out, like thinking, like, are they really going to use it? Or oh, man. You know, do they even know? Because if they knew, like, and sometimes I'll even go up to people and go, like, you pretty much get rid of everything except that one <laughs> enzyme product is really good from these guys. You might want to keep that. Right? <laughs> I don't. I don't think I just, I just toss the rest of the whole box. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm just like enzyme. That's the shit. Right. Because they always every company has their thing. You know, every company has their thing. And yeah. That was their thing. I don't know if there's anything else in that product line that you thought was good, but if you did, you use any of it. You know, back in my uh, my Dutch master days, I was pretty familiar with with uh, all the Australian products, and, and Psycho and, and Dutch Master are very similar in far as composition and how the the yeah. line works. Right. Um, I haven't ran a whole. Is that a like whole yellow much. bottle same similar or? They're they're a little different, honestly. I mean, it's still an Australian product, of course, but they are you know Psycho and, and Dutch Master are very very similar companies. Right. They're like House and Gardens and uh, Tommy or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kind yeah, of like yeah. how they yep. they can run very similar mm-hmm. lines where you're like, yep. uh, it's the same. This one's got bubblegum juice in it or something. Like a Tommy always had this certain background smell that they seem to have in almost all their products that was kind of like a then the bloom bastic and all that stuff had the same you're like right what is that it's like a weird sickly sweet kind of slightly bubblegumish. Slightly. dutch master b has the same smell yeah yeah you guys are masters of it <laughs> um yeah 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 so it's yeah. been good i mean we definitely appreciate uh you having us out and for sure and uh look forward to doing it some more so so we'll keep an eye out for those drops for you guys. Yep. And, uh, and, and again, anybody happens to be in Portland next week, I will be bumping around, um, hitting some different shops. Like I said, going to be at Boone Garden Supply, um, doing a little uh, lecture talk. Um, yeah, it should be fun. It'll be a good week. And it's uh, so, so you guys will be doing Portland next week, and then uh, that's Indo Expo, right? Indo-Expo. No, no. So that, that I'm oh, just going around and just kind of doing my normal around. sales trips. Yeah. When's the Indo thing? It is August fifth and sixth, Saturday and like, Sunday. That's yeah. what I was like, next like week. no, no, no. It can't I was be like, next this week. This is getting crazy because I thought I'm going to be there. <laughs> but how, how am I going to be there? Can't be, yeah. No. 
Uh, well, cool. And anybody who's going to be in Boston for the Canacon, I'll be there with both seats here now and uh, with Cloverleaf University. So I'm going to be right on split between the two booths somehow. Boom. Um, and Man of many talents. Yeah, it should be fun though. Uh, Boston's. It's always weird to go to those places that I used to like be so paranoid to go with weed to because they were always so lame, like compared to. You know, like the whole East Coast was right. weird. Like, oh, like, all, yeah. like New York, I felt comfortable once I was in the city. But if I was driving around or doing anything, I was in elevators where I was most paranoid. I'd be like, fuck, I gotta go to the elevator. And I have to sit outside of my backpack and like air it out. And because I know every time <laughs> I get in, I'd be like, yeah, that's me. I'm that guy. You know what I mean? Like, hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> every time. But uh, yeah, so if you guys are in Boston, come by, check us out, and uh, shout out to my beautiful wife, Sisu, who is uh, on her way over here. We're going to go ahead and check out First Friday, back first time down in Santa Fe, about since we had a shop, since we had a gallery there, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I guess we'll go down and take a look, but uh, <laughs> a friend of ours has a gallery opening going on, and go check out what's nice. going on at Grassroots and see what's happening on, on the spot there. Uh, shout out to the Ace Down at the Farm, and... Andy holding it down with Sonny, and uh, shout out to all the sponsors for hanging in there with us. Yes, sir. Like you guys. Yes, and, sir. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. I think I'm going to be on the road, so probably not a show next week because you're not going to be here either, right? So I'll be in Vegas. You'll be in Vegas. I'll be Vegas, on the road, baby. Oh, um, yeah. I'll take my little. <laughs> I'll take my little camera thing, and maybe I'll do a little crazy weird. Yeah. On the spot, I'll probably from Boston. Uh, at the show, so nice. never have a reception. That's a problem. I can I hate guaranteeing a show because when I get there, it's like I'm in the fucking gigantic trade show fucking <laughs> place, and you guys and you want me to pay how much? Just to, no, five hundred dollars, sir. Yeah, it's a nice or yeah, like fifty bucks or something stupid just to be online, and it's like fuck. Then I, you know, so <laughs> I think you go outside somewhere and just do some war driving or something. Find somewhere. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so we, yeah, next week I'll be on the road. Maybe we'll have a show, maybe not. But if not, we'll see you the week after that. And uh, yeah, see you guys next time. Right on. Appreciate Peace. everybody. Much appreciated, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Practically every one of the top forty records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.